Hey everybody, welcome back to Paper Play Action. I am your host, Monty Brown. I am flanked today by Paul and Andre. Hello, 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 hello. We also, we also have a special guest here, Bear Gingrich. Everybody, say what's good. Is that me? Am I special? <laughs> yes. Hello. Yes, you are. Special guest for special order. Exactly. Sweet. How you doing, man? I am chilling. All right. Uh, nothing, nothing else to say on that front. For those that gotcha. may not have a great memory, like some of us here, and even some of you guys out there, for sure, um, Barrett is one of our not only one of our good friends, but also a musician as well. We had had an interview with him probably a couple episodes ago. We did mm. the proper math. I don't have the exact episode in my head right now. Four or five, if I remember correctly. I conducted the interview. It's, it's in. A, oh well. If you're talking about interview, that's going to make the number even more confusing if you're talking about specific <laughs> interview oh. episodes and then, like, the episode out of the whole list of, like, 20-something oh, episodes yeah. that I, we have. I forgot we have that <laughs> strange number. Never mind. I'll, I'll be quiet. Oh, yeah. This is a little behind the scenes because I'm going to call him out right now. <laughs> Paul always had a tendency to have the, like, one above any episode he was on for a good while. Oh, so, well, that's because you won't take my advice and just name that one episode number two or whatever, <laughs> but that's all right. Oh, yeah, because it's 2.5, but it's fine. <laughs> Yo, I forgot it's about fine. that. It's fine. I forgot yeah, about it's a, that. Yeah, it was a half episode. So, like, so this is in, episode 26, then? <laughs> no, this is definitely episode 27. You mm. No, oh, you would, in your thing, it would be 28. That was the thing that always bugged me, because when we was always, whenever I had to edit, I would always have to put everybody's together, and I'd be like, where is Paul 7? Where is Paul 7? I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. He's 8. Well, you're about to have that again, because I'm going to keep that going until the end of time. I'll hate you. Yeah, y'all are going to be writing a decimal for, like, as long as this show exists. I appreciate pretty much. consistency. It's going to be one above. <laughs> I don't. Makes me want to choke him every time. <laughs> hey, man, it's all right. You're not the first person that's wanted to choke me out. You won't be the last. Fair enough. But Kinky. As yeah, you can right. tell. Uh, I won't say that oh, in that particular so. question, but I will say that's <laughs> interesting to say anyway. We're having some, uh, some members back on that haven't been on in a bit, so quickly go around. Um, what you guys been up to? What you guys, like, before uh, we get into... Our little little thing. How you guys been? Just let Let's the start know. with the guest. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> who me? Yeah. Uh, I've just been working. It's a, lo- a lot of work. Um, I I went. Okay, so Paul, when you said you were down with the sickness, I was like, oh, you you too. Oh Because no. the last few days I have been sick. And oh it, no. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's been kind. Of, I was like, oh. yeah, it's kind of rough. Mm. Uh, but it's not COVID. But right? yeah, I did. Uh, but I'm pretty sh- pretty certain it is. Oh, oh man, we can't sadness. have you on the podcast. Oh no, he'll yeah. look like all this. <laughs> <laughs> the audio. Well, let, me, let me just let me just wipe off my pop filter. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, I don't want none of your sickness. No, I, yeah, yeah. I was I was able to take a few sick days, so that was cool to catch up on some uh, music that I was behind on, mm-hmm. and I finished a song um, uh, okay. and worked on another one that I had been kind of sitting on for a little bit so nice. i was really glad to have some time to work on music but other than uh other than that That's it's just been work and a lot of work mm. all right go ahead and plug the song that you've been working on if you're ready to to put it out there oh um like in in what way 
Okay. Plug it like how? Like, uh, let us know the name. What what genre is it this time? What's what's the deal? So, oh oh, it's it's all it's all metal. It's all stupid ignorant stuff to beat your grandma to. Uh, it's, <laughs> Swag. This is yeah. like uh, <laughs> this one is called. Um. Oh hold on, I can't even remember the name of it. That's how I come prepared. Um, it's all good. <laughs> Oh man! Everybody, anybody that knows me knows my relationship with my grandma. Yeah, basically, basically, <laughs> it's just super fast. It's a, it's a lot more up tempo than, I mean, that's saying that's a high statement because a lot of my stuff is very fast to begin with. But this is like, kind of, pushing the envelope a little bit further. Mm-hmm. It kind yeah, of right. a, is a, it's kind of a throwback to when I was doing like more technical stuff, like, the heavier and what? faster stuff. And so it kind of felt right to fit it in there. It was a really desperate topic. I don't really want to disclose too much mm. about it, but mm. it was like something that meant a lot to me I feel that. when I was writing it. I mean, and that was like last week, so it still means a lot to me. But that's fresh. That's that's fresh. Yeah, I said fresh. All right, now emotions. that we got that out of the way, <laughs> yeah. I am done experiencing emotions now. <laughs> Just turn it off. I was like, nope. <laughs> would Would you say this is a dumb joke? But I have to try. Would you say that it. this is your crawling? By Lincoln Park, like crawling. <laughs> oh, God, these wounds—they will not heal. No, just... Paul, I would absolutely not say that. Okay. <laughs> I can, I can cut it out later if you want. If you want me to just save everybody <laughs> no, no, the no, trouble, that's, that's fine. Save hey, That was a. That was not a gem. I've had better. Anyways, continue, Barrett. My bad. It's fine. <laughs> no, that was that was pretty much the, my closing statement. Oh. Music and work. That's, that's it. Music and work. What about? Hell yeah. What about you? Uh, Paul, you haven't been here the longest, so what's that? Uh, okay. Um, so y'all know I do a Malazan kick. This is gonna be the shortest one ever. Uh, oh, I wait, you don't have meeting. to get into that. Just like what you get up to. Like, oh, this, well, is I'm, quick, I'm, this, this is part of it. Quick, shut up. This, this is a quick catch up. Quick catch up. This we'll is a into. quick catch up. Shut up. Let me talk. <laughs> Malazan, ten minutes a day because giant siege, lot of things. It's very big, and I am dead set in. Will not read anything else. Cannot recommend it enough. Can't recommend it at all. You know, we're back on that. Can't uh, recommend I'm also, it enough. Can't recommend it. Yeah, right? See that? See, yeah, you thought it was going to be a big Malazan thing. Don't worry. I got I was going to let you do that shit tonight. I do that every episode since was, episode three. Fair enough. I was just going to let you get into that later. But nah, if, if need be. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, just kind of like Barrett. Just been working a lot. Um, I, I'm not a single man anymore. So, uh, you know, life has been all, all right, right on that front. Okay, I met okay. a, a wonderful person that uh, I like a lot. You know, we're, we're very similar people, so it works out. Like, we're both awkward and don't quite know, like, what, I guess, like, what a relationship is. Or it's like, we forget that, oh, yeah, we care about each other. Not, not in, like, that doesn't, I know that sounds bad. It's not like that. Oh, that's no, so romantic. It's just, it's one of those things where it's like, we both stop and think, like, oh, yeah, we're not single. Oh, my God, you care about me? Like, oh, man, thank you, you know. Oh, um, man, many blessings <laughs> to your you. love, man. That's, for sure. Yeah, so, that's something precious. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you. For anybody um, that knows Paul, if he, it, like, a perfect example of him hmm. was just literally that entire statement he just went through trying to describe. So if she's anything like that, they're perfect for each other. Perfect match. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> match so. made it <laughs> She's a beautiful person. That's all I'll say. But uh, and then outside of that, uh, I finished Arnold. Uh, you know, yes. released it, and I am now in like the heaviest writer's block I've ever been in. And like I kept saying, you know, like a part of me would die when Arnold finished. It died, and now I'm just sitting here in stasis. And like it's a great place to be creatively, because like 
soon something's going to hit. I can feel mm-hmm. it, but I don't know what that's going to be. So I'm like, I'm trying not to beat myself up as I go through this and let it happen naturally. But also, yeah, like, I got writer's block. You know, it is what it is. But um, I'm excited. And I wanted to ask, if you don't mind, to close off my little segment here. Um, what did you guys think? I didn't get to... I wanted to release it and be on the podcast. It didn't work out. Um, what did y'all think? It was sick, dude. <laughs> I liked it. I enjoyed it. I as Very well. interesting. A lot. I as well. I'm glad, I'm glad that you saw it through. Also, obvious yeah. big plug. If you go see Arnold, you will also get to see, like, this is obviously Paul work, but Andre stars in it, too. So, I, Andre you know. is the, uh, <laughs> I, I can't even call you the supporting role in it, because, like, it was two major roles. Yeah, like, y'all are both the main characters. Exactly. Like, it's, and I'm not even trying to, like, fuck around here or whatever. I think that Andre did a beautiful job. You texted me, and you were like, oh, I saw some parts, or I blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. You did work. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, listen, dude, I, I sat there and watched you for hours on end making this movie. Like, you did phenomenal. You and Nick both. Thanks. Like, I was, I want you guys to be in the next one if possible. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Who knows? But I want to work with you guys again course, because, man. fuck, hey, it, was, you, it was beautiful. You guys' acting made that world so livable. Mm-hmm. It, was, oh, for sure. it was so tangible. Yeah. It really felt like I was in that environment. It was really super and cool. The most unanimous thing I've heard, and then I'll pass it over to you, Dre, is that that feels like a bigger piece or like a small piece of a bigger movie. Mm-hmm. So, honestly, I might end up writing it yes, and uh, and sending it into A24 and using that as like a thing to be just like if you get me a good assistant director I could make this. Please do so it. We'll we'll see. Honestly, we'll see. on, on but, my um, second time viewing it, I was the feeling that I got uh, my second time mm-hmm. viewing it, uh, like the official the official release, was that yeah. like like this is branching off what you said about it being a, a movie that's bigger than than what we have, or is, mm-hmm. um this is shorts over a bigger story was that I felt like Arnold, They, I felt like they were both, I don't know, man, I got this feeling like they were both the same person and that in a way with with um, with Arnold dying, mm. although it's, it's like they were both halves, one half of the same person, but but with Arnold dying, the the other half sort of kind of came alive in John. It was, it was I don't know, man, it was weird. It just, it, it flashed in my mind. It was it was like this incomplete thought because it wasn't really words. It's it was like funny it was you a say feeling, that. Dude. You know? it was a feeling. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, that, I'll be honest, it was unintentional. It kind of ended up happening, but like when I went through the edits, why I cut out all that shit, I was like, you know, Arnold is not only John's son. Arnold is very much a part of John. And yeah, man. I don't know. I I don't know if I like even if I stretched it into a film length, if it would be as good as that short. But I'm proud of it. So you should be. There we go. You should be. Well, all right. The definite thing that people, like you mentioned, took away is that it is one part of a, like a larger. It feels like one little moment in time in a much larger world. It's like yeah. Yeah. this is clearly like a moment in time that is probably going to ripple and affect everything else that's happening because of the fact that like just the conversation alone has such weight to it, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. in film. That it's like you know if you just like continued from here, we could just easily do a thing about. Yup. Okay, so this case went on to affect this, and then this oh, happened, dude. and then, like, we just we just go. You know how many people would <laughs> want to see John and Arnold actually in like a like their average day together? Bro, oh my god, oh my That's, god. Yeah, I've I've gotten a couple messages about that. It's but, also such a good moment but, because it is just mm, a moment, and thank you. You could do things before and after regarding it. Like, you could easily hit um, if you wanted to like do a writing thing and just do like what happened literally the day before like because mm-hmm. 
everything leading up to everything that happens in that moment could really really be fleshed out honestly you could do some oh, cool yeah. stuff so trust me you uh, may uh, and money is one thing i wanted to say and barrett this is just me spitballing ideas here go but for it if it if like somehow some way maybe not a24 but another independent studio is like yeah dude let's make this you'll direct it we'll get you a good ad if I were to have two people doing the music, I want my buddy Dylan, who did the music on this, to do it. But I would love it if you could work with him. I feel like you guys would hit like a, a synchronicity in the studio that would just like, mm. oh, Ooh, that would be good. Rock on. That'd be good. I, I, I've never, I've never yet had the opportunity to like score some mm. music. I've come close to it. I think I've like uh, probably done some stuff on my own where yeah. it's just like fiddling around, like you know. When, um, I'm kind of I'm hearing this. Let's put some yeah. music to it, see what happens. But I've never done anything on like that scale. Like, yeah. Whether, however small it is. Neither, um, which I'm neither did Dylan. And what ended up happening was we sat there and just played the music, and he kept coming up with riffs. And then he ended up with each of the songs coming up with like the main riff and a couple of like things there. But I was like, wait, it's missing something. Oh, try this. Oh, okay, that's it. Go with that. And he was like, all right. So we had the repeater. We recorded it on an iPhone. Um, so it sounded like not as good as I wanted, you know, but the because the recording itself like kept messing up on the mic. But it, I was like, you know what? It's raw sounds. Put it in there. And uh, yeah, that's cool. Anyway, um, you mentioned you mentioned um, you were having a little bit of a writer's block after you had finished it. Mm -hmm. One one thing that most of the time this happens when I'm working on music is at the tail end of a song like as it's fading out on the last note or mm. like uh maybe there's a an ending motif or something there's usually something that sparks in my head right at the end of it where i i get this sort of like vision of how the next song should start do you not did you not get anything any sort of spark that like came out of what was going on during the process while you yeah. were working with um with anything going on that just like shot into your head and you said oh this is going to be this is going to be a taste of something that needs to happen next in my creative journey or whatever whatever that looks like. Dude, that, well, first, that's a remarkable question, and damn, I wish I could interview that good, but, uh... Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, practice, but, uh, you know, um... Shit, um... Yeah, I guess, like, I thought about what would come next, you know, if that would definitely be the ending to Arnold, what came before, how would I show it, and so I've had that thought of, like, I'm still not done with this story. And so it's like, a, it's a weird place to be because it's like, I want to move on and do something else, but it's still there in my mind. I thought I'd be done with it, but, and then the other one was, uh, Amani and Andre know about this, but you know, we saw uh, black Panther years ago. Right. And I was like, they don't do a lot of sci-fi regarding like, you know, exclusively African characters. So I, I had like this idea of a character named Dabu who would like, he'd be like in a village, you know, and the world is like, um, moving on to like cyberpunk futurism and then he would have them they would be killed and so he'd be like set on revenge but then it would, wouldn't just be a revenge story it'd be like something deeper and so like i've been talking to Monty about this i've been thinking about writing that because it's super interesting because right? like i yeah. would i already know what the beginning would be it'd be he's like telling these dudes they gotta pay they're scared so they go to draw their guns but then time hyper slows down and he's watching them do it and then he starts talking about how they can't keep up with him he has these attachments they're just going to be more dead bodies on the on the way to where I'm trying to go. God, I wish I didn't have to do this or something like that. And then it would show like uh, like up close, you know, like if it's a movie, like an up close shot of him crying. And then it would like kind of mirror um, the Blade Runner uh, 
shot where like uh what's his name um uh, rudger Hauer says you know like tears lost in the rain it would be something about Ooh. that and you'd see like his tears and it would be lost in the rain and like the neon and then he'd like and like shoot them down <laughs> and be standing like yeah that's the image in my mind i've had that for three years now and i want to yeah, that's a good well, question, sounds, man. It, it sounds exactly like you know what you should work on, then. Yeah, I guess it does. <laughs> Thank you. I think the writer's block just faded because I just had 20 ideas pop Dude, up. Dude, so that's, that's good. good. Andre. <laughs> that's no, like that's that, how you do it. You ex- you explore that space a little that's bit. You, you get a little do. bit of yeah. little, little yeah, I'm glad I did the just... podcast tonight. I'm cursed to get those sparks at the beginning of my project. So I'll be like, I'll be writing yeah. something, and then, and then all of a sudden I'll get some idea, and I'll be like, oh, shit, that's good. And then like I'll store Before that, yeah. And then I'll and then like a that's few, dangerous. It's so dangerous. That's the worst. Man. Do that too, dude. Because so I will I will start like twenty different projects and finish yeah, none of them. Bro. Because of that. <laughs> I'm sitting on a good chunk of gold mines right now. Hey, it's if I may, and I'm not I'm not an expert, but uh, during the course of Arnold, I had like maybe ten of those pop up, and each time I just wrote it down and then threw it away, mm. like or just kept it, and I ended up just teaching myself to hyper focus. Mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised what you can do if you hyper focus on something. Yeah. You know. Oh no, but like I wouldn't suggest. I mean, of course, away. you guys keep know it, that. Keep it as a little notepad so that, like, when you're done, yeah, yeah. you're like, all right. Yeah, then what else that? did I have in mind? You look at it, and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I have options. It came to you for a reason, on. you know. Yeah. And Amani, <laughs> it's funny that you um that you asked Paul about, or that you mentioned, you know, just the the writing the scene or what came before. When you are in any sort of acting class, when you're learning how to act, one of the things that a good actor or a good uh, coach will teach you is um. Or what the mentor is when you're trying to get your head into the scene when you're preparing for the scene the best way to do or one of the best ways to do that i'll say is to imagine what happened before the scene that you're about to film and like for instance if i'm about to go film uh if i'm about to do a take where my wife and i are arguing you know like uh, we just got we just got home from dinner uh, all hypothetical we just got home from dinner and you know there was there was some guy, you know, at the restaurant that was looking at my wife, and she kept looking back at him. And it, my character's insecure, and you know, he's you know, so he's. We get back to our home, and you know, a conversation is going to start. That um, it's not it's not high energy yet, right? It's not it's not an argument yet. The 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 start of the of the take at the top of the take, we're not arguing yet, but I have to have in my mind or in my in my in my being the emotion the feeling that we're eventually right. going to get to an argument so that it's believable and the best way to do that is to be in your head where your character was before the scene started so don't be where the scene is in your head be where your character's head is before the scene because that's what got them to where you're going to be so you're invoking yeah. that energy and i i love I, I just love the you know the advice of writing what came before and you know because that that just opens yourself up to so many different stories and and, and worlds and can shit, i man. can i just be honest real yeah, quick yeah, yeah. hearing all four of us like just be artists like oh it's beautiful oh, yeah. it's the ah, best it's beautiful it's <laughs> nice yeah that's what they're here for pretty cool <laughs> that and video game news and uh anime stuff and things of that nature but this is what they're here for it's all around <laughs> 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 Alright, Dre, what have you been up to? We kinda Oh, that's right. Meandered. Uh a good meandering, I'll say. Um what I've yeah. been up to has as just like you guys, I've been I've been working, you know, like I said, I got a puppy. Um I Paul, I told you about this. I'm still working on so Amani, I'll update you on this and Barrett. 
I'll mm. let you know. Mm. Be, you guys will like that. Yeah, I yes. am working on a... So, I don't know if you know about the Spider-Man Lotus short film that's uh, in that's in production right now. I don't know if they're near done, but a huge Spider-Man <laughs> fan has, has taken upon himself to make a really good quality, a high-quality Spider-Man short film. It'll be coming out, uh, I think... I think next year, I think maybe, if you go on Instagram and you go and you type in GJK Central, that's the director's page, huge Spider-Man fan like us, and it, it looks amazing, you know, <clears throat> and so, as, as a Spider-Man fan myself, massive Spider-Man fan, and huge Venom fan, I finally oh, Jesus took Christ, it this costume looks amazing. Do you see it, man? It looks <laughs> so damn good, bro. It's so good. Yeah, I'm looking at it it's, too. It, it's his love you letter. GCK. GJK. Yes, GJ, Those are um, those are his initials. Gavin J. Croup, uh, if, if I'm correct. Um, Looks like Konop. Right. Yeah. 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 You're right. Um, so that just inspired me to actually do what it is that because in my mind, like years ago, I had this idea. And it started, it started as an idea, and as I'm growing up, as I've experienced more things, as I've learned many lessons, it's evolved into what I'm about to explain very briefly. But whereas I had the idea years ago, and it, of course it was in its infant stage, I didn't ever try to flesh it out because in my mind, Sony Pictures has the rights to these characters. There's no way I can do this you know, without getting some kind of lawsuit or some, some shit. So I have this idea to make a Spider-Man and Venom short film, um, so it's it, but it's a it's mostly a Venom short film, you know. D despite being, you know, Spider-Man being my favorite superhero of all time, favorite fictional character of all time, it's mostly a Venom short film. But not even that, it's a symbiote film, brand new, mm. completely brand new character, brand new symbiote, all original ideas, and the okay. whole the well, I'm not gonna say the whole. But a major theme that I'll be playing with, or that I'll be expressing rather, <clears throat> in this uh, short film, which the working title is, um, if I can find it, it's Clintar, a story about parasites. And the major theme is about um, the mask that we wear as, as people and um, our differences and our dreams, our hopes, the things that we look for in our life to identify who we are in our life so that we can have some understanding of where we are going in our life and what we're supposed to be doing in our life and so we've got this completely new uh this completely new character who's the host of this new symbiote that he'll you know, he'll encounter venom and whatnot and then they'll encounter spider-man and then he'll be torn between this you know it's it's a, it's a whole thing but uh, I want to really dig deep on the idea of masks and the masks we wear and the masks we learn and adapt because I, I've, I've taken the idea of, oh, you know, you're, you're fake and you're, you're phony, you're, you know, I've taken the idea of identity crisis, which I also, you know, uh, give yeah. honor to as Spider-Man went through his own identity crisis back in like the, the 90s and early 2000s, I can't remember when it was, but it's literally called identity mm -hmm. crisis. We got, you know, ricochet and, and whatnot. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I really want to take this idea of turning the masks you wear into your strength and then getting to the root of who you really are underneath all those masks and 
then taking all of those things, everything that you learn about yourself, all the things, that, all your mm. hopes, all your dreams, all your aspirations, all your fears, you know, um, the reason why you you made these masks because they at some point they feel like hindrances. No, at some in the beginning they help, and then they start to hinder us because you know we can't take the mask off or we can't stop switching from mask to mask. And now it's like, who am I really? Taking all of that and breaking it down from the lens of, of humanity and then building it up to the, to the, from the lens of a god, you know? Bringing it from, mm-hmm. from the root of the world tree all the way to the crown. You know, I, I want to incorporate some of, you know, some Legend of Zelda in there. Obviously, you know, Majora's Mask. You know, I want to put some, you know, some spin like that on there. You know what I'm saying? And, and I want to... Uh, I want to make it so that people watch this film and they understand what Stan Lee meant truly and deeply when he said, the reason why I love Spider-Man so much and the reason why I love that he wears a mask is because anybody can be him. So that'll be my, that'll be my that's kind of my dream project right now. It's, it's been my dream project for, for, I guess, since I was introduced to Spider-Man from, you know, when I was, when I was, when I was a, small a small lad in new york you know a little baby exactly man so <laughs> so i'm working on that i've got some, i'm in the uh i'm still in the character development phase because i've yet to uh i'm trying to build the conflict around the characters or like uh not build the conflict around the characters yeah yes i'm trying to build the conflict around the characters instead of the characters around the conflict um so i need to have the proper challenges for this for this guy also keeping in mind my budget but that's been my my project right now on top of working on my magnum opus project you know my my book series that universe is coming along quite smoothly incredibly incredibly dynamic definitely going to be something that you know will be known as my life's work but i'm not george rr martining i'm not doing that shit dude I'm, 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 this is going to come out, out. I swear to God, I'm not allowing that to happen, this guy was talking about, you know, he wished that Game of Thrones would have ended differently, or that Game of Thrones would have, like the show, would have, he wished that his books had stayed ahead of Game of Thrones, and I was just in the comments like, well, George, you gotta, you gotta write it, (laughs) you know, (laughs) so, uh, yeah, man, that's, that's what I've been, that's what I've been up to, besides also, you know, work. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's I very cool. The the idea of the mask resonates with mm-hmm. me really well because that's like such a solid manifestation of identity mm-hmm. in, in like its most physical raw mm-hmm. form. Oh, for and sure. authenticity is something that <clears throat> I've, I've really made a focus in my life recently, more so than like my entire life, mm-hmm. because uh, growing up, you know, going through high school and all that stuff, it was always trying. To, it was a struggle trying to fit in with yeah. everybody, and so just more recently, it's been about what is what is my what is my real self? How can I be the most true to myself? And right. so the idea of a mask really sits with me. is very is very cool to hear how you're doing. Thank that. you, thank you so much. Yeah, I I, I absolutely feel like this is something that. A lot of a lot of people, especially nowadays, man, with the with the advent of technology and social media, also came the the disadvantage and the almost curse of a struggle for the sense of self and individuality amongst 
youth, uh, especially mm-hmm. in those adolescent ages. No, not even especially. Most assuredly in those adolescent years. Most definitely. You know, like, <laughs> that is where it is. And whereas in the past, that transition into your adolescence and then into adulthood was a lot easier, in my opinion, because of the guidance of our elders and their their knowing of the world that we were going into. It just feels like mm. nowadays the world has accelerated so phenomenally that our elders aren't quite sure how to advise us so it, it really is up to us to be able to yeah you know we are going the to pave the way incredibly so if you know yeah. for for us who will have to pave the way we are also responsible for the way and so i want that way to be the best that it's good because god bless god bless whoever decided to make TikTok, but fuck you. <laughs> you know? Because, like, that's, that's yeah. not helping. Actual detriment. Actual society. detriment, bro. God bless you that you, you know, that you did it, but man, that's not helping. It is, I think it is, it's like 40 times more addictive than Instagram. Bro. It's a dangerous thing. Oh, God. I, I did want to ask, I, I, that's not a real study, that's just me speaking, um, but I did want to ask, Dre, I, I know uh, when you was at the beach, you shared with me some thoughts, I won't disclose those, but uh, you did bring up the Venom thing, and then we, you know, talked on uh, on the phone about it and everything, I was just curious, uh, how far are you now, like, do you have, like, notes on it, like, how's the development process been? Development process has been fun, um, because I've been looking for work, and I'm, I did get the job, which is thankful. Congratulations. Um, because I, go. I got the job and because I was in the process of looking for work and applying to different places and, you know, trying to figure out where it is that I wanted to be. Uh, yeah. I didn't spend as much time working on it in the past week as I had when we mm. talked, the week that we talked about it. But yeah, um, it's, it's coming along. It's coming along well. Right now, what I have is where I want to put the character by the end of the film. And right. I have the relationship that I'm going to build between the host and the symbiote. Uh, mm-hmm. Working on names as we speak, because I, you know, I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a sucker for like names that have hidden meaning. You know, like like, oh, oh like, you look this up and you're like, whoa, wait, 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 no, that's that's what that means. Wait a minute, when you look, that's at, what Arnold and John was. Right. You know, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm, I'm, you know, doing some developing and some crafting and some. You know, playing around with words and whatnot. Did you know that Shakespeare made up words? Yeah, he made Probably up, like, I think, like, what was it, like a third of the words we use today or some yeah, shit? And <laughs> he was like, it doesn't even exist, I'm just gonna say Exactly, it. man. So, I'm literally, I'm literally playing around with combining different words, different dead words, and different dead languages, and mm-hmm. you know, different root words and whatnot. Yeah, so, man. Uh, I love doing stuff like that. That's that's also because I'm trying to craft a language of sorts? Not I'm not doing it in depth because that's not that's not the focus. You know I, I'll do that if I'm if I end up landing a comic book or something. You know with Marvel and they're like, yeah. hey, do you want to actually oh. flesh out this character and bring him to our comic books? And they're like, yeah, shit, man, I'll do that. But um, Bro. I want that language done right, so I'm doing that as well. Well, it. I was gonna say, speaking of well, now because of the language, mm. two things. Mm. Uh, of course. I mean, I'm not saying this just on, like, the podcast. Be like, oh, <laughs> holier than thou is me. But no, like, I told you, I 
and we talked about it too like i want to help you make this project so like please just let me know whatever you need yes yeah, just let me know yes uh but then also i wanted to say speaking since you're talking about language and you want it to like relate to enough masks and everything with the movie mm. Um, have you thought about doing like looking into like a culture that has like masks in the forefront or some shit and then like doing an offshoot of that yes um, in fact the Yoruba I'm going to be or not the Yoruba but yes the Yoruba um, I'm okay. taking yes yeah money I knew that I knew that yeah. I, knew <laughs> I was going to kind of try to segue there but uh, yeah um, I'm taking some inspiration some being a flattering amount of inspiration from mm. the Yoruba people and you know different African re regions in Africa and different of the African diaspora um, mm. looking at cultural masks, uh, traditional masks masks that were used in rituals um, also looking at masks, like, like I said in games, but definitely from Africa you know, when I, mm. and you know, I was, and that started with me being like, you know, being an actor. I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into, the, I'm gonna the, the Greeks, you know, sock and buskin, you know, the, <laughs> the the smiling mask and the frowning mask. That's obviously gonna be my inspiration. And so I'll take some, I'll take inspiration from the Greeks. You know, they gave us theater, right? And I was like, nah, dude, I'm gonna go even further back. Obviously, I should, I should go to my people. You know, and like the, obviously, I should mm. go to my people. And so yes, yes, and in fact, you, you even asking me that lets me know that I'm. I'm on the right track. Or at least it definitely feels yeah. like that even more. Hell yeah, man. Thank you. I am <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> man. It's good to hear you too, Amani. You too, Barrett. Yes, Amani. What is a bottle? We're all doing oh, good here, man. That's good to see. My boys. Like, <laughs> 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 just started crying. Right? <laughs> <laughs> just start sobbing on the podcast. Everybody's like, oh, wow, they're really. <laughs> this is a touching moment. <laughs> This, this will be the podcast episode where it's like, yo, you guys gotta listen to these dudes, man. <laughs> Everybody listens and cries with us. But this is the podcast where man tears are shed. Hey. Only on That's TNT. Right. No. no girl tears. <laughs> Only man tears. That's correct. Well, Amani, Mr. Amani Brown, it is your turn, yes. sir. Uh, if I'm to a quick catch-up... Um, I've been doing good. Just been chilling. Uh, recently, got finished with uh, the third story that you guys could finish. Uh, go check out on Vocal right now. Uh, we're writing short stories, and recently I've been posting them up for little competitions and things like that. Yes, so sir. Nice. We'll see the best about these. Um, if the green light doesn't win, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so if you wanted to go find... Um, I think I have Ghost Town up. Another one is called Three... And the final one that I believe is up for review currently to make sure that it gets submitted is Into the Green. Yes, sir. Um, I, like I have to change that. the name on it because it is supposed to be Into the Green once more, but uh, it, it'll be fine. Um, but if you guys wanted exquisite. to find those, if you guys wanted to find those, you guys can uh, look on vocal. But um, besides that, I mean, been here doing stuff getting stuff for the podcast, making sure Barrett gets to be here and talk to you guys. Uh, <laughs> pretty much, you know, the usual things. Um, but if that's the case, we'll, uh, that does it for me, but we'll get right into it because, I mean, we're at like 30 minutes in and we haven't even started discussing of what we've been uh, watching and playing and all that stuff. So 
Sick. Pass it back around to you guys. What have you guys been watching? What you guys been playing? What you guys been listening to? Anything new you guys want to bring to people's attentions? Uh, Mr. Mr. Gingerich, we will start with you. Okay, well, you mentioned one thing in there that I can uh, sort of tap into, and that is uh, listening to, because I don't consume media really otherwise. Um, and That's fine. Even, even music to a super limited extent, because uh, it, I just be working. And the, the times that I'm not working is producing media. So I have very little consumption, but one band that I am... I'm really drawing a lot of inspiration from, and one thing that I think they they really are just, um, they make music that is intense on a level that I have, I have prior not come across, okay. is this band called Anal Nakrath, and oh, wow. I think it's a, I think it's a spin on, um, <clears throat> I think it's taken from, like, King Arthur mythology. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> But it's um, it's like industrial. This is this is gonna. Everybody's gonna fall asleep. They're gonna get bored. They're gonna turn off their computers. But it's like industrial black and um, technical death metal, and it's it's super intense. It's all the, it checks all the boxes for me. It's it's fast. It's super intense. It's got screaming. Mm. Everything sounds dirty. It's um, not in a way that makes it sound like. Um, unintelligible because that's a big, that's a big no-no for me. When I hear music, mm. that's like, man, I. Wish that I sounds like it happening. was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like pretty. This is like produced it by like somebody who had to ask somebody what sound sounds like. <laughs> and it's it's clear enough to to discern, to decipher, to figure out what's going on, but it's also like dirty and nasty enough to be like, woo, there's definitely a tone being set here there's definitely an attitude somebody was it's obviously just like very uh, i can't even think of the word it's it's visceral Ooh, yeah. it's very visceral think, music yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's that's kind of that's kind of been the the stuff that i've been really just every time i turn something on i keep i keep going back to them i'm like ah, i want more music that sounds like mm-hmm. this but they also have a very very um expansive discography so i just i always go back to just well i'll, I'll just listen to them uh, instead of searching out other avenues but yeah, yeah that's the band that i've been um i've been checking out i can post that in the discord if anybody would be um oh, please open please checking do. that out please do. okay you. cool oh god that that yeah. name alone hell yeah he's like yes <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> big, man. yeah absolutely <laughs> Brother, I like I like me some metal, bro. Oh my god. Oh, that's that's excellent. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna dig this. I know it. <laughs> I know it. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop in my one of my favorite songs. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me. There's no there's been no um well, actually, you know, I did finish watching Invincible recently. Okay. okay. Um, what did you think? That was that was stellar. <laughs> I the subway scene still flashes in my head to this day <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah it's really it was a oh, really really man. really cool show <laughs> it's pretty rough <laughs> so it's so cool though that's just one of those moments you're just floored you're you're experiencing it raw you're like oh, oh my, my god. god this is like right in front of me it's happening and it's so cool <laughs> i get that completely 
God, As a person that definitely watched it with a bunch of people when, uh, <laughs> when we were going through it, we all got to that scene. It's like, no, bro, oh no, just lose it. Like, oh, my yeah. heart, it just sank. It just sank into my chest. <laughs> Utter carnage. That's right. Literally. <laughs> Amazon, please sponsor us. We like your content. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Jeff. You know where to find me in my line. I would like to fly in the rocket too, Jeff. <laughs> Don't be stingy. <laughs> It'd be nice to accompany you. Come on, man. All right, there we go. But uh, hell yeah, thank you, Barrett. I actually, I, I've been getting into like, not in, not getting into. That's a wrong word choice. But I told you way back a while ago that yeah, I yeah, like yeah. the darker side of metal and like he devils. I, I needed something new, so I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. And all and that. Nothrock. I'll always think. Yeah, that do. link is is dumped in there, so got it. It's there for your viewing and listening pleasure. I am the wrath of God. Oh my God. I have been blessed. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have blessed, dude. I'm gonna be Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Oh yeah, no, that shit is nasty, Ooh. dude. And they have like 20 albums, so oh, go to town. Dude. 20 albums. They're uh, prolific. Like said, they have uh, extensive. Discography. The Brandon Sanderson yeah, that's, of that's, that's what I'm saying. That's why I haven't really tried to branch out because I'm like, ah, I can just listen to everything that they've ever made. Hmm. You just look over at the list. Material and like, I weeks. haven't finished yet, so you know. Now on the track, who's fast Okay, now I need to. So I don't know if you guys have seen Ready Player One. I think you. I think you have. When Artemis destroys when she like utters the spell that takes down that um that shield at the very end the beginning of the spell mm. it's it's anal nathrak Uz, oh, Uzfas Bita. oh my god i'm saying it wrong what? dude now i need to know what that means <laughs> i really need to know what that means <laughs> that means it's like no whoa dude no <laughs> whoa. i need oh, to understand no, no. what's going on <laughs> <laughs> Yo, thank you for this, brother. This is about to take me down a rabbit hole. Let's go. Sweet. 20 albums. <laughs> 20 albums is quite the rabbit hole. a deep rabbit hole, but dude, that's a good rabbit hole to go down. Mm -hmm. Thank By you, Barrett. Jump yeah, down it with absolutely. us, guys. We'll put it in the chat. <laughs> Do you like I've heavy matter? Now <laughs> 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 Oh, I'm saying it. Welcome oh, to Barrett's God. Corner, where we introduce you to uh, the heaviest matter in the universe. <laughs> Dude, that's a good song. That's by Gojira. Mm -hmm. yeah, okay. I, was, I think I subconsciously made that. You are a real metalhead, Paul. Look I know, right? I'm becoming <laughs> so one with the with the funk. With the <laughs> all right, oh all right. God. Well, you just lost it. You were almost there. <laughs> <it. laughs> It's all You're right. on your way. <laughs> like I said, I dig holes. You know? <laughs> I'm about 9,000 holes right. deep in content. Yo, I did just watch Holes, right. man. That is a good movie. I just that watched Holes movie. again. It's been a while, bro. Stanley yelled Yes. <laughs> Grandpa, I don't want to dig no more. Yo, dude, I was like, I need a nostalgia <laughs> kick right now. What am I gonna oh, watch? I was, uh, it was, it was between a Bro, few that had, things. That movie had Sigourney Weaver and uh, what's his name? Um, they had a lot of people, bro. 
I forgot. I was literally about to describe him as that because I can't remember his name except to describe him as Angelina I never get Jolie's his name, father. Man. I always think of Robert Duvall when I see him. But uh, I'm going to get the name in a second. John Voight. John no, Voight. That's John it. Vincent yeah. Voight. A veteran in the, the in the acting industry. Um, I guess I'll I guess I'll share. Like I said, yeah, I, just, I mean, you know what? We went straight into holes right afterwards, so you know, we, perfect, we perfect sure transition. Did. Um, so yeah, like I said, I watched holes. I need a nostalgic kick. Uh, it was going to be between a few things, one of which being the Rocketeer, uh, Avatar. Ooh. I love Avatar. Not not the Airbender. I, I mean, I do love Avatar. Less Airbender. Don't get me wrong, but it was going to be uh, James Cameron's Avatar. Um, let's see, what else was it? I think it was I was stuck between that, Rocketeer, Great Mouse Detective, a few things, man. Hmm. Disney Plus has has my yeah, it has yeah everything, bro, everything. And if like if I'm in if I'm tired and I'm like oh, I need I need I need to just lay down and you know travel to a distant world in, in my childhood, I'll just go on Disney Plus yeah. and have Do fun they, with that. Does Disney Plus have House of Mouse? I don't know. I will. I will look that up. Bro, they they might actually. I wouldn't be. Surprised. I, I need I to watch that show again. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I mean, why wouldn't they? <clears throat> House of Mouse. I don't see God, what that. <laughs> House of Mouse. Oh shit. Oh man. I distinctly remember like the villain episode. <laughs> that's that's the one that stands out in my mind the most. Where like the villains mm-hmm. took over the house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. That's new. Jeez. Oh, they won. <laughs> that was such a meta cartoon too. Like it, just, like they showed cartoons of them, so it was like them acting. But then they were all famous, and it was a cartoon about them all together. Like it's just ah, it's creative. <laughs> um, I've also I've also like been watching High Rise Invasion. Um, okay, right. I, How do again. you like that? See, <clears throat> I I I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm kind of worried that it's gonna lose me at some point, but I'm also still very optimistic about where it could go again it also it's it's got masks in the in the show it's the whole premise there are these masks so mm-hmm. you, you don't be surprised <clears throat> that i'm watching that but um true it's are you a fan of v for vendetta yes okay yes. i was gonna say you seem to like masks <laughs> i was like if you haven't seen yes that. masks are cool bro <laughs> <laughs> they're cool <laughs> but um, if someone shows up in a thing with a mask and there's no mask prior you kind of lose your shit. You're like, that guy's the shit. He's already a badass because he's not showing his face. <laughs> and I'm trying to be that guy, man. I'm going to be that guy, man. I'm going to be that guy who's just like, uh, vive la revolution. And it's like, what's the revolution? Don't worry about what the revolution is. If you not, if you don't know what the revolution is, then you ain't part of the revolution. <laughs> I'm going to be that First guy. role of fight The moment club. you talk about the revolution, the revolution is over. First role of fight club. <laughs> uh, exactly, bro. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoy. I really love mm. the musical swells that come in certain moments, bro. That shit, that shit gets mm-hmm. me. It like it reminds me of um, uh, Scarlet Nexus and Devil May Cry when the music will just amp, bro. It'll just oh, yeah, amp, and um, it really hypes me up. But uh, <laughs> amp. <laughs> that's how it. That's how it. It, it feels. I love yeah, it. It feels like that. So <clears throat> besides that. I've uh, been getting back into, well, I'm trying to uh, find, well, I'm not going to say that, but I'm going to get my hand on a copy of all the Amory Wars that has been written by Claudio Sanchez, uh, the lead mm. of Coheed and Cambria. Okay. And I, I, Coheed, and Cambria Coheed and Cambria was not the first band 
not the first uh, rock band that I ever listened to, but definitely one of my fra- favorites. Like, def- like close mm. to my heart, one of my favorites. Um, they are the band that got Dude, here me. Here we are, Juggernaut. Like, yeah, gets me man. Every time. Here we are, Juggernaut. Oh my God, bro! Such a, such a. It's got such its own. It's got its own place, its own seat in my heart. So knowing that it's you know, a lot of Coheed and Cambria's music is telling the story of the Emory Wars that uh, that Claudia wrote. I want to read that shit. So. Mm. On top of listening to that, I've been, you know, a lot of, a lot of Google searches and, you know, wiki searches of the story. A lot of breaking down the lyrics on, on Genius and being like, oh, so this is what this is about, this is what this is about. Really cool Heck story, yeah. man. Really cool story, The Emory Wars. Love that. Yeah, man. But that's, uh, that's about it for me right now. I, I think that when artists write songs that all tie together, that, you know. Yeah. It works. Yeah. I'm, I feel compelled Ronnie, to do Yeah, that's same pretty thing. cool. <laughs> what would you say? I said, say, you go. I'll go last. We already know where mine's going to segue into at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. It's <laughs> Specifically, when I was going to be like, I'm not going to do it this time. Oh, it's going to get there. <laughs> you already know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it'll be brief this time, I promise. But, it, you know. Um, for me, I've just been, I mean... I already mentioned before, been doing some writing. So we're constantly talking about how we can write better than uh, certain comics, comic creators, and certain things like that sometimes. Yeah, man. So, you mm-hmm. know, go judge my work. Go look at it. You got some of mine up there. Just go read it, tear it apart. Let's see. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Like I said, that's on vocal. Um, you guys already know, uh, I've already passed it around, but there's another one uh, coming to hopefully one story. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that being said, I might as well uh, at least get this reference out of the way. One of the reasons why Andre mentioned uh, the Europa people and why that would kick a certain thing in my direction is because I have at least two stories taking place with this exact culture going yes, on. Sir. So I have a to, you know, is that what, is it I, what like I believe it, it is? Yeah, multi akin stories that take place within Europa uh, mythology. The ones so, I helped edit. Don't forget, bitch. No, I'm just messing. Such a shitty thing to say. I'm sorry, man. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, yes, you edited it. The idea is still mine. Like, nah. <laughs> I love it. No, I got you. It, it's great, guys. I'm, I'm giving all shit the, aside. It's phenomenal. He captured, Paul. like, the... <laughs> the audience knows. Yeah, like, yeah, no, you, you know I'm joking. I mean, no, like I'm not to yeah, say, cut you off of money, but no, it's he. The audience, if you read it, you should go read it because he captured like the old storytelling style, like phenomenally. It was off by a little bit, but he got it. It's it's phenomenal. It's, it's great stuff. But uh, I'm proud of your money. You've grown so much as a writer in this past year. <laughs> just been writing more. That's all it is. I've been written too much. Um, but um, one of the other things I've been messing around with was. Technically, a lot. Of, a couple of new things came out this week that mm. just kind of caught me off, like guard. I was like, "Oh, well, I guess I'll play these." But the first one is the um, Back for Blood beta, which mm. I think everyone has described it as this. So I will re-describe it as this, mm. just for everyone to have a basic understanding. Yo, did you like Left for Dead or Left for Dead Two? <laughs> it's the same game, isn't it's it? It's that, but better. <laughs> That's, it looks like it. it. It's <laughs> that was <but> better. <laughs> it's it's this if the people who literally made the game, because it is the people who literally made a game, got to make a third one 
decades later. <laughs> That's up. exactly what happened. That's wild. That's <laughs> exactly it. It's just like, hey, uh, they won't let us make a third one. So we're just going to make another one. <laughs> just won't call it for dead. It's great. Um, currently, the beta is still going on. So if you guys can get a chance to jump in and play it, by all means, do it. It's fun. Rock on. They have a really interesting little card system that adds, um, I guess, modifiers to every oh, level cool. that you go through. So the entire crew can always throw on a, a card, and that card can either give the group more health, more ammo, uh, make it a little so bit like guys, uh, Dead by Daylight. Yeah, make it so that you guys, you know, get health back when you kill things, like or melee kill things or like, shoot them, mm -hmm. little things like that. But as you progress, like the game will be like, all right, I see you, I see you with your cards. I give you this though, and it's like it might be something like, yo, this level is hella foggy. You just can't see zombies in front of your face sometimes, oh, wow. <laughs> or. You know, they might do, he's like, we're going to send a lot of uh, elite stuff at you, which I must say, the, the monsters in this one are kind of rude in some instances. Like, there's obviously the callbacks to Left 4 Dead special types, like the Haunter and mm -hmm. the Witch and everything. Do like they that. have the Spitter in there? Yeah, the Spitter in this one is actually worse. Ooh. Yes. Because She looked like like, look more like Trailer Trash, or like, what's the... <laughs> no, actually, it technically becomes Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> which is kind of crazy because it clings to walls and crawls about and so no be pink on, thong this time I guess that's actually yeah it'll be like on a wall or something gross. like that and you'll be firing at a horde and then it just spits at you and suddenly you're like trapped in a web and you can't move and you're like help me please somebody friend you over <laughs> there help help me <laughs> help me please <laughs> I was like I need this I was like but that, um, um yeah. that card system kind of reminds <laughs> me of I don't know if any of you have played Borderlands 3. Oh, yeah. Um, but, the, it, at, like, the end game material, which was the uh, the Mayhem levels, which... Oh, yeah. You know, anybody has, like, varied feelings about that, but it kind of <laughs> reminds me of that, what you're talking about. That is uh, kind of... Where, weird. like, it's a total random modifier kind of thing. It kind of was shaking up the gameplay a little bit, but I think it left a lot to be desired. I think this one does a really good job at capturing it. Um, that's cool the modifiers are kind of can be really nuts depending mm. um, and obviously you can raise the difficulty to make it even crazier so you know if you like your, your games that like to throw weird stuff at you plus it's you know left for dead so enjoy that they also have a really cool upgrade system they want you to kind of keep your weapons in a way mm -hmm. so when you pick up a weapon um, you can find different parts to that weapon that have different rarities that you can just slap on during a run so it's interesting because you'll see different guns in the game and be like, oh yeah, that one could be better. But then you're looking at your gun that you got like all the gold equipment on or like half gold, half purple, or like half gold, half blue or something of that nature, whatever combination you want to put in. And you're just looking at it and be like, but I put so much time into you. You've gotten me through like the last four to five levels. No problem. <laughs> if I give you up now, am I going to make it through the next one? <laughs> you honestly are sitting there be like, do I want to restart for this gun? <laughs> That's a really cool mechanic, <laughs> having rarities on weapon attachments. I love that. That's super cool. It is dope. Uh, I honestly do like that. It lets you genuinely kind of invest and just debate. I did reach a point at one point where I was like, ran out of ammo, both my guns. And I had them really, <laughs> like, really decked out. But I'm just sitting there looking at these other ones and I'm like, I have no ammo. But that sniper rifle is sitting right there and I could just use it <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna die and I'm just looking at it being like and I, I'm stubborn so I just I looked at him I looked at him like 
Not today, sniper rifle. I'll just stab my way through everything else. Yeah, and I just <laughs> just went stabbing my way through a horde of zombies with everybody else just firing on me. <laughs> but uh, you can do stuff like that. It's great. So well, we check out Back from Blood. Um, next up, I checked out this thing that I know Andre, you were interested in. So you'll be happy to know that this is out. Uh, Black Book is out. Mm. Um, this is the card RPG. Yes. That takes place in Slavic mythology pretty much yes. <gasps> that one yes. yeah you're a witch okay yes. funnest part is the card okay so here's a little detail that i really enjoy for some reason the cards in this game are not actually cards they're pages out of your book yes you're a witch. Oh, that's, I like <laughs> and i'm like oh that's a cool little aesthetical thing that's that's pretty lit but um i guess it kind of does shine a light on something that a lot of people like i guess misconstrue about witches especially in uh slavic cultures they really do like witches like commonly in fiction are seen as like kind of evil depending on like what you're seeing they might be like oh yeah academy for witches i'm looking at you my witch academy i know (laughs) (laughs) but uh in this one they really do want to put the idea of like when you're a witch in slavic culture you can toe that line but people definitely come to you for assistance on matters involving demons and the curses and things of that nature but they come to you with varying degrees of, uh, I guess, intentions. Mm-hmm. So mm. people might be like, hey, yo, I need you to just, like, help out. Get rid of this demon that's at this windmill. I wish that was gone. Like, I'm trying to I'm trying to make a living. I'm like, all right, so no worry. Got you, fam. Easy, easy peasy. Got you. <laughs> or they'd be like, hey, yo, um, I could use a curse on my neighbor. Like, she, she fucking sucks, bro. <laughs> she sucks. I don't like her. And uh, I really wish she would move. So you want to you wanna just throw a curse at her? I'll, I'll slide you some money. I'll slide you some money right now. I'll pay you right now. You'll curse you later, you know? And it's like, they have a morality system in here that I was like, I was not expecting this. They have a sin counter, actually, specifically. It's less oh, a morality counter. Like, less morality, like, going back and forth and being like, so how many bad things are you going to do? Apparently, it has an effect on the end. I haven't gotten oh, yeah. to that part. Cause I, oh, yeah. You know, it came out within this week. But it does have an effect. So it's like, you want to tally up those sins? Go ahead, but I don't know what's about to hit you at the ending. But uh, kind of so down really with our main. Deep. Yeah, it is really, it's it is really deep by default. Um, our main character is kind of, kind of, kind of lovable. She's, hmm. um, she's in a really unfortunate position because, from what I could tell based on the story, um, so far is that her husband has died or passed. Hmm. But I don't know. I guess maybe it's because of her lineage. Or whatever it is, this man just did not get the respect he deserved. He's not even buried on like hollow ground or anything like that. Like they just they did they kind of disrespect this man. And she's just like, I'm fuck it. I'm just gonna bring him back to dead. Like I'm gonna bring him back to life. That's just I'm gonna use I'm gonna become a witch and use what I learned to bring this man back to life. And I'm like, that's a goal. It's a goal I can get behind. (laughs) I don't and I can see why like you could kind of go either way with Mm. it's like how you gonna you gonna total up those sins i mean maybe those sins get you your love back maybe it comes back in a monkey paw kind of way i'm kind of expecting it to come back in a bad way low-key i'm not gonna lie it's, the world's kind of dark <laughs> the other thing is is that you can get um demons or quartz is what they're called um mm-hmm. chorts my bad chorts is what they're called um there's a really interesting fact about these things um chorts for some reason because you are contracting with a demon, if you don't give them stuff to do because they like to cause mischief, they're just going to hinder you. Which wow. then creates this really <clears throat> morally, like once again, morally gray dichotomy 
where it's like, I'm going to send my torts off to go do some not great things. But by doing so, they won't, you know, attack me when I use cards sometimes to just be like, ah, yeah, look at my mischief. You know, your health goes down I'm like the fucking asshole. You're going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get me killed. You or, do not enter. Or they'll you take away. to me. Yeah. He's like, or they'll take away some of your defense whenever you go to do stuff. Like, if you let them sit there and not do anything, like you don't send them on those missions to go, like, I guess, mm. technically fuck up a town, Loki. Um, they're gonna make it a lot harder for you to save a town <laughs> later on. Just and they're not. It's not like they're angry at you. They're just giving you like debuffs during like fights and things. And it's like, oh man, this is gonna suck if I have to deal with this. And like each one has their own little thing. So like maybe one short you might look at and be like, I could deal with that. I don't have to inherently send you on missions to make everybody miserable. <laughs> no, I could deal with that. But best believe the other ones might be like. I'm I'm gonna steal some of your health every time you play a card. Dude, I'm I, just I gonna actually, do that. And I like that theme there. It's like, how far would you go to remain pious? You know? <laughs> like, what pain will you go through if you want to remain uh, pure? Yeah, Ooh. and it's like Ooh. it's cool. Like, it's genuinely kind of cool. So, like, pick up pick up black book. It's kind of fun. I think it was like twenty bucks, if I'm not mistaken. It's not a lot. Like these two these two I'm about to mention, or this one and the next thing I'm about to mention. Honestly, cheap. Back for blood, on the other hand. Uh, that's a that's a full retail game. It's not out yet though. It's a beta, so play it. See if you like it. If you like it enough, buy it on release. If you don't like it enough, wait till the sale. It's whatever. You know, you know what it is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, next up though, I was trying out uh, Foreclosed, which is another one. This one's dope. Uh, this one's a third-person shooter mm -hmm. that I swear to God looked at um, what is basically Ultimate Spider-Man and said. We could do a comic book video game, right? Yes. We can do that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God, I love Ultimate. Ultimate Spider-Man is one reason why I refuse to get rid of my PS2, man. I'll never <laughs> do it. It's too good. But um, the way they did it, though, um, they made it a little bit more interactive, which, I mean, I guess it's just a sign of the times. As time is going on, you're just like, we could, we could do that better, though, right? <clears throat> we can, can kind of get that better. Um, Gameplay-wise... I haven't really gotten too far into it. Um, as far as the shooting goes, like I've pretty much got like my first gun in the game and I've been shooting guys. I don't really like how the shooting feels too much. Mm -hmm. I, I expect it to feel, I guess, a bit more Gears of War, I guess. I want. I felt like I was gonna be behind cover and like popping dudes, like taking pot shots or whatever. Mm. Um, it's very much not exactly Saints Row-ish, but I guess I would say Saints Row-ish because it's like you're kind of you just kind of run and gun in it sort of yeah. but the game doesn't want you to run and gun it yet i will say because I will, I will mention this i've not gotten far enough to get cool stuff mm. because i know in this game you get a bunch of like cyberpunk-esque powers going on very nice and uh i haven't gotten one i could whenever i pull up my thing i see like four little squares that are completely empty that i'm looking at being like those are going to be things at some point <laughs> those are going to be things at some point i'll figure out when but for right now i'm kind of i like its style more than anything else its style is really great the fact that like you kind of move from comic book panel to comic book panel in like this very cinematic style that they're doing um while still operating through the game and then like when you're actually like firing and like a firefight it's pretty pretty hectic um you have it's it is a needed game so keep this in mind mm. quality may vary so it's, this is not a triple a game you're going into it was more like a double a 
or just full on indie. Um, so depending on the, like the indie game, you know, you'll you'll see some a variety of levels of quality. So it's still really good, but it's just little little nitpicks here and there. But uh, like I said, I haven't really gotten fully into the combat yet. So once that I get there, I'll let you guys know if my opinions change on it. Because that's mm. once I get there, like once I start getting some abilities. That's when the combat's really gonna click because it's like, oh yeah, I'm just shooting gun. I'm like, all I'm doing is shooting gun. But the game really wants you to be like, I'm shooting gun and then I'm setting dude on fire and then I'm taking cover and then I'm shooting another dude and then I'm like, hacking a system over here for a building to drop. Maybe not a building, but that's a little much. But like, you know, something to drop on this man. Like, they they want you to have a little bit more going on. And I just haven't gotten to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that, as far as like what I've been playing and doing, that's gonna be it for me so paul begin your rant <laughs> well, i'll go quick because i know andre has to leave um what do you got 10 minutes oh, right? oh can you get i'm gonna go i'm gonna get to my brother just came downstairs to let me know that she is upstairs hollering and howling uh so i'm gonna go okay. to like 7 45 okay. okay that'll be enough time all right so uh i'll go a little fast though um so really what i've consumed is yeah, episodes back, I told you, Amani, that I and I agreed with you that Made in Abyss was dark. Well, I'm gonna yeah. come clean. I never actually watched it. I just saw pictures, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Well, I have since watched it, and in the same <laughs> week I watched it, I watched the movie, and I bought the Blu-ray. And mm-hmm. whenever the uh, movie comes out, I'm buying it because this is absolutely the greatest thing I've ever watched. Oh yeah, great. Um, as far as anime goes, this is so fucking phenomenal, um, and so just beautifully dark, like. It, it really does take, like, children and put them in these situations. And it's like... Oh, like, shit gets so real in one episode. And I, I don't want to spoil it, but it's like... It goes from, like, this little, like... Oh, there, there's some danger. Yeah, yeah, it's kids in, in hell, you know? <laughs> to suddenly, like... <laughs> this bitch is bleeding, you know? And it's... It's bad. It, it gets really tense. And then the movie is... So... Fucking tragic! Oh man. Like, oh man, have you watched it? I have not seen the movie. Oh my god, I, I won't spoil it, bro. All I'm saying is, I cried, and I was shocked, and I was appalled. But I have to keep going into the abyss. I'm so excited for season two. But uh, this leads me to where Barrett talked about music, right? This is not heavy. This is beautiful. Then it has some heavy stuff. And I'm gonna send this in the chat. I sent this to Andre, and Andre was like. Oh, I'll give it a listen, man. And then he got back with, to me was like, this is an incredible song. <laughs> um, Dude, it is. Uh, this, this is song, <laughs> This whole show and the movie is composed by Kevin Pinkin. And this dude, and uh, whenever he does the songs with Takeshi Saito, like, it's a match made in heaven. It's, I mean, the, the beauty and majesty of the songs that he creates captures, you know, this, like, Legend of Zelda-esque, like, adventure into an abyss. This is why I can't and the wait darkness for that game that goes to come on out. It is so good, man. They are Fuck, I cannot the recommend game. it. I, I need to see this the game. Movie. I need to see this movie for effect, but I'm just curious as to where this takes place because... The game, you're a, you're another, uh, you're just a, uh, 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 you're a kid, you're an orphan that goes down in the abyss. I don't okay. know how that's going to work out. But, what, but where does the movie take place, though? Because the movie um, is uh, season two. The movie is just in season two, like right before. Or just like the movie is like a direct continuation of season one, and okay. then season two is going to be direct continuation of the movie. Oh well, now I gotta watch this movie for a fact then. Like I have. Yeah, to no, no, no. <laughs> like, listen, it's it is <laughs> <laughs> so dark. Okay. Beautiful. 
<laughs> gritty. I mean, legit. It, it, like, I, it's been a long time since I forgot I had to pee during a movie. And I, haven't, I don't think I've gotten that truly since Avengers Infinity or uh, Endgame, right? True. But this movie did it. And, like, I was just sitting there with my jaw dropped for, like, a good three-fourths. I was just like, oh, my God. And then this one part, dude. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> just like, like, just like, oh, it's so fucking terrible, but it's so good. But, uh... Uh, outside of that, right, uh, as far as media, I'll be honest, I haven't played any video games in, like, a month and a half or something like that. I just, I don't know what it is. I just stopped, and so I've been reading Malazan, and to go into that, this is gonna be weird. Okay, so, there's times I'll sit down and read it for an hour. Most days, I kind of put it off until I read just 15 minutes, but that 15 minutes has almost become, like, a religious experience right before work, Mm. because, just to summarize in short few words, So there's a siege going on in a city. There's the Panny and Domin, which is an undead army, essentially, attacking these dudes. They have their own army. Then they have what's called the Dead Spawn dudes, who are like starving peoples, kept starving, so they'll eat human flesh. And whenever they kill people, the women fuck the corpses, and the corpses create a dead seed which spawns more of the army. Oh That's one part of their army. It's big facts. <laughs> That's oh fucked. My. And then the Panian Domin himself is, in fact, a jagged from the beginning, 300,000 years ago, in the body of an old man using magic that is not from his Warren. And then you have the, the crippled god cr- polluting and corrupting the Warrens and killing everything, essentially. And he creates a new deck of dragons called the House of Chains, so there's more shit there, and he's filling it with his own ascended beings, and then there's the Bargus, and they figure out that there's their descendants in the city of Kapustan that are all hundreds of ascended spirits once they find their bodies, and it's essentially like 400 gods that are coming to life, and then you have the armies marching towards them, and then you have the armies there, and then you have the unification. You see where I'm going with this? There's so much shit going on right now, like, I had to stop reading for about four or five days. Like, I, I didn't touch it. Because I was like, <laughs> holy fuck! I mean, I'm, uh... And all of this... Again, remember, I'm back on Continent 1, so I'm continuing with Book 1, essentially, whereas Book 2 was its own introduction of sorts. I'm 497 pages in of 900-something pages. There's so much shit that he sets up. It's just... If I ever said it was a lot before... <laughs> I haven't finished here, <laughs> all right? Y'all just heard, I think, the uh, half of it. There's... It's... It's, it's, it's good. Yeah, that's the Malazan rant. So, <laughs> that, here, let me keep going. Fuck it. We'll, we'll keep going. So then you also have <laughs> Tok the Younger, who is now being tortured by the Panyan Seer. And he was with Lady Envy, who was one of the companions of Anamanda Rake, who has three Segula. Segula are mask-wearing... Andre, you'd love them. Mask-wearing <laughs> uh, fighters who are warrior-based clan, who uh, the slashes on their masks define their rank, and Anamanda Rake, the big dude I've talked about, went to their island thousands of years ago, got up to rank 7, and left because he was exhausted. That's how good of fighters they are, and in their uh, core, they have a rank 7, a rank 3, and uh, a rank 7, a rank 5, and a rank 3. Rank 3 hasn't fought yet. And they've got Tool, who is the, uh, 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 what's it, uh, uh, Tulan Amas, or uh, Onos Tulan, this ancient warrior who's known as the, the Broken Blade or whatever, who left the Talanamas, blah, blah, blah. And the Talanamas, the ancient army that is sworn to kill Jagat, are going against the Panyan Daman in their own way because that's Jagat 
words and they're you know eternally trying to kill them and so they are going to their own second gathering and you have motherfucking what's his name who's part of the the uh, whiskey jack's crew of the bridge burners who is with the vargas who was led to the unification of them because he is now one of the tribe leaders because of ancient rites and on top of all that, you have Tattersail reborn <laughs> as this little girl who is sucking up the life soul of this one chick so that she can grow and she can lead the clan of Moss, blah, blah, blah. You see where I'm going? There's so much stuff, but it's all linked together, leading to one fine point. Then you have the shit across the other continent. Then you have book five, and I think it's book seven, and their shit, and then it all leads to book eight. Literally, I've said it before. I say it more definitively, and it's the last time I'll say it. I have no idea where it's going. I have never been so baffled and so mind fucked in take my that life. Back. But this is it not is the so last time fucking great. This. <laughs> this is not the last It's time probably no, 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 no. I'm going to try to definitively say it. Because keep in mind, I'm two and a half books in. Think about how much is going on. There's 10 books, all right? Like, what the fuck? There's yeah, 10,788 pages. <laughs> I am about, what, uh, let's see, it was 650 plus, we'll call it 850, so that's uh, math. We can do oh, math, you thought about right? taking notes, Dory, just to make sure you got it? Oh, no, 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 yeah. I, here's the thing. I take character notes. Every new character, I write a little thing about them, and reading about them gives me the notes on them. I can remember everything as long as I have their name. I have everybody listed up until now, all right? It's a lot. It's a big list. I can share it with you if you want, Amani. And you'll start scrolling and you'll be like, holy fuck. I looked <laughs> Anyways, up Anime so Drake some weeks ago just because he sounded so badass. And so I just started reading about him. And you saw him? Bro, look, hey, look up uh, uh, Gruntle. He becomes the tiger of Drake. This dude, this man, is a fucking badass. And then there's also Ikarium and Mapo Run. Or Mapo Trail. Map, no, Mapo Run. He's a trail. And then there's also my boy in a window break. And then there's Segula. There's all these, like, all the coolest things in fiction. And one more thing for you. You know how I told you guys about Velociraptor shits? Yeah, they're called Kel Hunt the uh, Kel Hunters. They're part of the Kachan Kamal, the ancient race of beings that existed millions of years ago. Nobody fucking knows where they come from, but the Panion Domins using these things as undead raptors with blades and armor to attack things. And the Segula, the three of them that I talked about with Lady Envy and the Tool, took down one like it was nothing. And they're slowly walking towards the Panion's army to get back talk to younger because he pissed off lady envy who is like a mad powerful sorceress like it's it's and i'm telling you these big things and i know it sounds like just a bunch of crazy shit it doesn't make sense it's just a fan fiction of sorts but it's not that it is the most well-written thing i've ever this read. man I, it is who, I, tell me the author i cannot name, explain uh, his, his name again the author steven erickson that right man. his his level of imagination I will never breach. I can never touch. I don't know how the fuck this man sleeps, you know? Like, but you just think. <sighs> there we go. That's the Malazan rant. Thank you. That was what, 10 minutes? Good. That God. was a short one. That, that, that's, that's that's a the short idea of just spider webs and spider webs and spider webs until you have this. And like I said, 10 <laughs> books. I'm two and a half in. Where the fuck do I go? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's uh, there you go, guys. Anybody that wants to read it, read it. Can't recommend it enough. If you're not into that much detail, and basically it's like reading a history book and you're practicing your own second religion, right? I'm Christian, whatever. This is like the second. I'm the Malazan religion. If you are not into that, don't touch it. This is not for you. You will absolutely hate it. You will start and you will hate it and you'll say it's the worst thing you've ever read. And that's fine. You know what? He knows that as a writer. Me, two and a half books in, locked in for all ten. <laughs> No. This shit is the, untouchable. Best fantasy I have or ever will read, and I can definitively say that I'm not even done with it yet. 
it's a monster. See, the way, every, everything you that you're telling my friend me, Javi. everything that you're telling me, it's it's exactly what I want to do for my magnum opus of a story that is inevitable. And so mm. I, I, on top of on top of having to read it to know, to you watch a man, to read a read a man Reference. who has done it, I need to I yeah. need to read this story just because that's so badass, man. I've sent you. I've sent you the quote-unquote legal version of it. <laughs> Many weeks ago, we've addressed that. You don't come at me, Amazon Kindle, because I acquired it legally uh, through a third-party site. Yes, sir. <laughs> what were you saying about it's hobby? On my account, uh, what were you saying about hobby? I'm oh, uh, yeah, my friend. I got friend hobby. Actually, I was like, you could actually do this thing where uh, hobby does not experience anything through the medium. It bothers me, but it's fine. It doesn't experience anything through the medium itself. He just wiki dives. Oh, <laughs> he just bro, absolutely. He would have a field day. He would absolutely just researches, and I'm Listen. like, you know what? In a series like this, with this much expansiveness going on, this much yeah. lore, this much now just strat going on, he'd have a field day. Here's one more thing: if he looks it up, don't let him talk to me. I don't want spoilers. <laughs> Second, Dre, since you're gonna read this, when you look up pictures. You need to be very careful. I've already spoiled things that happen in like book eight. Oh, and I have no idea how we got there, so it's not even really a spoiler. You know what I mean? I looked up a picture of a man in a ring just to see. I was like, oh, okay. No, I saw a picture of a group of people together that are all my favorite characters, if that makes sense. And I was like, (laughs) how the fuck did we get here? You know? (laughs) How did this become a party? We're continents apart. How the fuck? You know, like. You know what I'm saying? It's like that kind of shit. It's like, whoa, whoa, spoilers. You know, like. But, you, like, get the so roster. be very careful <laughs> when you look up pictures or anything about it, because I, even with the spoilers, man, getting to it when you finally get there, God, damn it, the man's a good writer. All right, I'm done. I'm. We gotta move on. I'm sorry. <laughs> think, you know what? That is there is something to be admired. About sorry, the Barrett. Idea. You, you you got to be witness to this. Now. <laughs> God, it's been getting more and more ever. intense each and every, every episode I'm in. Single so, like, one. Right. Remember when it started? Time. I was excited. Now like, I'm like screaming. <laughs> dude, I'm actually looking back at it. I'm actually looking back at like right. Like, yeah, it's only gotten more. Chill. As like, oh yeah, it's really good. It's kind of nuts, but like it's kind of wild. This, and then every time, the pure, oh, the pure, like, like, bruh, the pure, <laughs> just I'm, I'm imagining if he could, if he could, audience, uh, listeners, if he could, this man would grab you by the shoulders and shake you until your teeth rattled. Oh, you have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> we ourselves are lucky that we're not in the same room as him while recording the podcast. No. The shoulder shakes have not come yet. When we see each other in real life, if it comes up as a topic, <laughs> he just full sprints towards <laughs> you. Just like, a, like a crack. <laughs> have you seen? He's out in the streets. Hey, kid. Hey, you. Come here. He runs up. Starts shaking him. And you were like, <laughs> And I just like it pours all the information in their scalp, and they're just like shaking and like foaming, and I'm just like, like he becomes a creature of the night, and just it's like, just the church of Stephen Erickson. This was his goal in life. God, dude, it's uh, it's like a fun dude. Line, if he man. there, I'm ending on that. There's something that he <laughs> commenting. There's something that he's telling people. He's telling people something. Oh my he's God. telling people uh, with all the with all the exactly. research that you said he did before he. Uh, actually, yeah. like, finished. They the played books. like their own campaign for like twenty years before he wrote the first book. Like, and it was all <sighs> based on the fact that he already does. Like, he it's, writes it the way because he researches history and he knows how oh, things happen. So, I mean, it's fun. It's fun. You're. <laughs> this is what I'm happens in a lot of spiderweb, bro. 
when you spider web like this it just goes and here's the crazy thing he does it all in less pages and time than george R. R. martin and it's more impactful than anything i've read like this man will hit me with one sentence like uh onos toulon <laughs> says thinking. to oh, one more thing my bad i'm sorry i'm sorry just one more thing onos toulon says to uh talk the younger he's like he says something about how war is bad and tool like smirks as as best he can you know he's a pile of bones essentially in dead skin and he says uh, all things are at war from the microbes under your feet to the like beings in the sky or the gods above or something like that all are at war and war is inevitable or some yes. shit and i was like oh god yeah right like oh, right because he like he talks about you know like how and you think about cells are always reproducing and fighting something and it, it expands outwards and outwards the like macrocosm oh, is the dude. microcosm is the macrocosm exactly it's dude yeah <laughs> it's blessed mm, all right i'm done i have to be done if i don't i'll, I'll keep going right. <laughs> andre's gotta leave uh sorry guys i didn't mean to take up the whole 15 minutes <laughs> no I, just, I needed that man i was gonna try i was waiting on that to, to happen you know but we knew it was gonna happen you tried <laughs> that's true yeah i think you it's tried. just until these books are done i'm just gonna be like this like preacher we you have know, to, like this yeah. missionary we accepted. of i accepted i accepted He's going to have at least one rent whenever he's on. It's fine. Man, I'll, I'll try not to, but... No, know. it's fine. It's become a staple. You know, oh, and I finished Tokyo Ghoul. That's, that's the section. The Malazan update. That's just mm-hmm. it. It's got to be... And if you don't like it... Yeah. If you don't like it, you can get the fuck out. <laughs> or just skip ahead. We oh, yeah. Well, uh, time time <laughs> for here. Yeah, we do love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Skipping ahead is definitely an option. Outstandingly. Yeah. You guys enjoy... Yeah, if y'all need to... Please... Have have a have a right. have a very productive evening, sir, mm-hmm. gentlemen. By all means, I'll be here on the next one. Yeah, it was good, good hearing, hearing from, from you, me, man. I hope you can make it to the sure. next one too. If if you do, looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing you guys. Hell all yeah! All right, fellas. Hell yeah, brother. Well, have a good night. Have a good That's one, Drake. Who's? Well, I feel drunk and empty. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? You didn't get it all out of your system. I'm banking on that. But like, did you get enough out? I think I did. Yeah, because like, dude, I'm sweating. I'm like, I'm legit. Like, I mean, it's hot in this room, but I'm sweating. My hands are shaking. Like, I. That's not an exaggeration. It's like, no, like, my I know throat that. is dry. I know that feeling. Like, damn. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well. On to the before the podcast, I had um, asked a couple of them, maybe not Barrett, just quite, so he could take a look and just, uh, if you go through the Discord chat real quick, it's just right above, mm-hmm. we have the docket stories, but I asked them to just take a quick look at some of the stuff that uh, we'll be talking about today. We won't be talking about all of them, just kind of pick out their favorites, because this time we actually have a little bit of a fun thing I'm going to try to do, which is a keep an eye on uh, special, where we're going to show mm-hmm. you quite like a showcase more so. I'm going to show you a couple of different games, because mainly because my back catalog on Keep an Eye On is uh, piling up because people are just making a ton of really cool things out there. <laughs> so we got to gotta maybe not run through them, but definitely show them off. So mm. first, we'll get through our little bits of news that we'll talk about real quick. Uh, but in the meantime, I will mention, I guess, these two things. Fortunately, we're not going to get Andre's tidbit on the first thing, but... Um, so, apparently, World of Comics, because we always have these little things that happen, and this week, something big that came out was that, um, apparently Tim Drake came out as bi. That's a, that's a thing. 
Wait, and Tim Drake is Tim Drake, as in Tim Drake Robinson. This is uh, the third oh. one that everyone loves, oh. but you know, not as much as Nightwing. I think I know what Andre would have to say about that. <laughs> so, admittedly, <laughs> I'll say this: I, uh, I kind of don't care. Like my brain, kind of. Yeah. I don't know. My brain's really weird with some things. So, um, for instance, during the Iceman thing, where mm. I felt like this doesn't make any sense. You took an iconically straight Playboy character and then said that in the past he was gay, then said that it still continues. It, it was a really weird way of doing a thing that doesn't make sense. The idea was that, like, quote unquote, that he was hiding it the whole time. But, like, this is also like Iceman, who is iconically a playboy so it's yeah. like this doesn't really work he's because he's man. he's had multiple relationships and gone out of his way on multiple times so it's one of those things where it's like <clears throat> like i can understand the idea of like someone obviously someone come, maybe not wanting to come out or trying to truly understand their position in life dating and trying to figure out where exactly they stand on things i can understand that but like this after like 15 years i think and like considering the comic book history of of iceman himself it's like one of the first x-men um you would you would kind of figure it out you know what i mean like you 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 catch on so it doesn't really work with him as much um i feel like it's done really poorly tim drake's whole situation with him kind of just coming out and being bisexual i'm just kind of like you know it still works in the continuity like he he's dated people in the past he's dated females in the past if he just started dating a dude and was like yeah i might be into that he's like fine by all means i don't i'm not gonna freak out like i'm just not there's no point if that makes any sense um i guess my stance on it i guess is the best way to describe it is like as long as you can it fits and it doesn't come out of left field that kind mm-hmm. of destroys what's already existed sure like whatever like it doesn't really change much so it's like okay cool um someone has represent like technically the community has representation in the batman universe though technically i do kind of stand with the one point where it's like rather than changing certain aspects of already existing characters why not just make new ones that kind of represent these things that you want in the first place i guess yeah Yeah. just make good new characters that have these things and you'll you'll enjoy them i'll say this i think that tim drake uh Probably straight. That kind of seems a little shoehorned, but at the same time, he does wear a lot of spandex. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's a horrible joke. But nah, I, you know, it, it's a comic book character. At the end of the day, they're going to try to make things a little more PC to match more like things. I wish they made more characters. Like, bro, if you want to please like every crowd, not just like the gay crowd, like every crowd, just bring out the Midnighter, bro. Where the hell? That has Midnighter exists. Where is he? He's like the best fucking character, and they're like, oh no, oh. We'll just change everybody else. It's like the, you have a gay character. The last who is time I actually seen Midnight was badass. Who, like, 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 I, last I just, time I, I specifically understand. seen him, I think it was in uh, the Dick Grayson series, like when he was a spy, not yeah. too long ago. When he was just yeah, he showed up a bunch of times as like Dick Grayson's quote unquote rival. Like he constantly would be like in the way of problems. But like yeah. you, anybody that knows Midnighter is like he's not a villain. <laughs> He just yeah. handles things differently. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just give yeah. him his own like flagship series and like spearhead him into like the forefront. I'm fine with that, bro. He's like the, he's such a cool character. Like, and that is pretty freaking cool. Just, anyways, 
No, I understand. What about you, Barrett? You gotta read comics. I mean, it is comics, but... Oh, no, I'm dry as a bone in that field. That's fair enough. I can't can't blame you on that one. But, uh, moving... Yeah, I have nothing to add to that. That's fine. Because moving right along is, uh, something that maybe you might not be able to add to, but it'll be funny. So, um... Knuckles is confirmed for the next Sonic movie, like Sonic 2. Uh, yeah. And he is being played by none other than uh, Idris Elba. Yeah. <laughs> Pele told me that during the middle of Suicide Squad. I, uh, he really was just looking... You know what, never yeah, mind. He, That's like, exactly what he He just does. looks over and goes like, Oh, did you know he's playing Knuckles? And I was like, and I have no idea. <laughs> like, I was watching Suicide Squad, but no, no, I, I, okay, no, I, I, that sounded wrong. He didn't like interrupt the movie. It was like the movie had just started, and he just was like, "Hey, he's playing Knuckles," and I was like, "Okay, I didn't that works." Catch it at first, and I was like, "What?" And he goes, "Yeah, Idris Elba's playing Knuckles." And I was like, "Oh." Cool, I was about man. to say, Pele <laughs> would we just kept going with the movie. Pele, as much as we love him, would have a tendency to just kind of do something like that. You couldn't tell me he wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, there are definitely I'm, conversations. I'm so far, I'm so far out of the loop. Um, this name looks extremely familiar. Um, what is some of his other work? Um, besides Suicide Squad, Squad <laughs> who he is currently in, he's in actually quite a few. He's very prolific. Um, mm. The one that comes to mind, from my mind, unfortunately, is that I do remember him playing a role in Ghost Rider, but he has several other movies besides that. Mm. Um, Paul, you would actually do better to see. So yeah. uh, he's also played Heimdall. Uh, that is another one. The yep. Thor Marvel series. Uh, he was in Beasts of No Nation as the uh, the leader. How could I forget Beasts of um, No Nation? <laughs> which, by the way, is finally getting a Blu-ray release, and it's through Criterion, and it comes out the end of this month. It just popped in my mind, and I was like, oh my god, I have to buy this. But uh, let me let me look him up real quick, Barrett, because I don't think those are the best. Examples. Wait, was in in Thor? Was he was he the um like gatekeeper dude? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, He's I'm, also I'm... the person everybody for a long period of time was pushing to be the next James Bond. Though they've already, like, that. you know, they've decided on their new James Bond already. But um, he was one of the front runners where everybody was like, yo, make this man James Bond already. <laughs> yeah, that would, be, that would be pretty tight. I could totally see him, like, looking at his... <laughs> Like looking at his profile on Google, mm-hmm. uh, I could totally, I could totally see that. That'd be class act. But, people uh, but yeah, that's him. cool. I, um, Knuckles's hype. The first Sonic movie, low key, was kind of hype. Yeah. Uh, so hit. yeah, I'm, I'm. That's that's good news on uh, as far as as far as I know. I will also say because <laughs> as a part of the meme, I have to mention this. Um, so with. <clears throat> With this announcement <laughs> okay. came the very obvious thing, I guess, of people who, I guess, never really played a Sonic game all that much, or maybe they did and just never caught the idea of it, immediately yeah, that was, going that to was Twitter. Me. I never played it. Yeah, it's fine. But immediately going to Twitter and being like, Knuckles is confirmed black! It's done! And was like... <laughs> person that is already aware although <laughs> yes this definitively definitively canonically does make knuckles black <laughs> everybody just kind of right. stopped and looked and was like this is what we got from this <laughs> the man has dreads <laughs> I mean, I mean, they were ready to jump on it I've been at it a little while He's like, but he's also already kidnapped. I mean, but sure, he's black. 
Ferocious clacking on the keyboards. Knuckles black confirmed. <laughs> confirmed question mark. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I, it's a cartoon character, so it's like I'm not like taking away from it. That's they've confirmed it, but it's all. Wait, we already knew this. Yeah, we're gone. Did knuckles years ago? Oh but come on! That, but like, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like that's low hanging fruit. You either sit on this and either go like. No shit, or like, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> like, it's there's really no in between. Like, there's three. Like, where factions. do echidnas come from? They are. That's a good question. I'm looking it up question. now. Okay, echidna. Google. Google, help us. You are about <laughs> Australia and Aha! New Guinea. There we go. Right, well, so this doesn't really fit in with our technically lore. Aborigines, <laughs> but they're you know, uh, if you look at the. Um, I don't have anything to add there. I guess he's just confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I, it felt like hole digging territory, but also I was like, I don't really, I don't know. What like I'm I saying. said, man, there are three camps trying on to sound this. Smart. There are three camps on this, and a line between two of them and into the third one. Um, yeah. The line is: you have the people that are obviously celebrating. They're like, "Yo, Knuckles yeah, is black." Celebrate it. That's awesome. <laughs> and it's fine. I'm like, you guys can have your cake. Go ahead, eat it. I'm not gonna stop you. <laughs> There's obviously the the camp that's like, well, no shit. <laughs> I guess, of course, he's been like this for like ever. I guess. And then there's the camp of, okay, Red Echidna. <laughs> Red Echidna <laughs> is black. I guess. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Amazing. I no think. One. I think the take the the main takeaway should be like this. This is like a beloved character. Yes. And Being it's going to be by portrayed a beloved, by some. A beloved yeah, actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm getting at. That's what I, I'd put, I'm perfectly fine with that camp. <laughs> that camp every day. He's <laughs> black! He's... <laughs> I, just, I just couldn't. Like, it got announced and I was chilling. And we was, me and my friends were just vibing. I was like, okay, cool. You just have a play Knuckles. Dope. Only to be yeah. followed up with the string of Twitter tweets that are just like, he's black. And I'm like, is this the, is this the thing that's right uh, I love that image you conveyed, Barrett, of like people just sitting at their keyboards furiously typing. Because, like, that's what I swear that's what like trolls and like internet lords do. They don't have much else, so they're just like, you know. <laughs> This keyboard is their currency, the dude. <laughs> their currency, they've bought thousands of souls with this one. <laughs> This changes the world of Sonic as we know it forever now. <laughs> no, that's cool. I'm. That I'm great. <laughs> I don't really watch movies that much. That's fine. Uh, but as somebody that has watched the first one, I'm. I kind of feel like I'm obligated to watch the second one. Mm. But now that I now that I hear like it's getting some like <clears throat> some good actors and stuff like that, and I guess through the experience of them, the studios involved already develop having developed the first one there's going to be some like um some some i guess learning experiences like what landed what didn't land mm, and so true. i'm excited to see the second one regardless i think it left on a pretty cool like uh i don't know cliffhanger uh but it made me excited to see whatever they had coming for the second one regardless of if they had like uh black knuckles <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's it's just an interesting thing. I had to talk about it only because of the explosion that's happened. I would, normally this would have been a simple, oh yeah, you just have a plan, Knuckles. Great, sick, awesome, great actor, but the the explosion is, is the thing. 
<laughs> but yeah. I guess moving on, um, we'll actually start to get into the news and some of the stories that we mm-hmm. have to cover. Um, I guess the one that I'll uh, two that I'll point out right off the bat is there is an Army of the Dead VR experience that actually looks kind of nuts. Um, if you guys want anything, you guys can click on that if you haven't already seen it. I'm kind of surprised that this kind of got the, the funding it did. I mean, I guess technically Zack Snyder has the, the weight to pull in Hollywood to get this because, I mean, it looks cool. It honestly might be better than the movie, apparently. Because I'm not hearing great things about uh, about Army of the Dead, unfortunately. Which is sad because I think a lot of us was looking, like a decent amount of us were looking forward to that movie and looking forward to how dope it was because uh, it just looked like genuine zombie fo- we was like we're just gonna have zombies we're gonna have military men we're gonna have fun and the zombies are might be intelligent maybe possibly definitely <laughs> so i'm kind of skimming this mm-hmm. this article uh what is what's the main takeaway from this vr experience i'm getting that it's i, I guess it's just mainly supposed to be a fun like from based on what I was seeing originally from like the trailer that they did and mm-hmm. like in the article, um, it looked like a really cool ride that might be taking place in Vegas. Just simply like being strapped into the bus, putting on the headset and just going at it with like all these things, like all these zombies will be rushing at this bus the train <clears throat> and you and your like friends or whoever else is in there. Um just I'm just screaming. Just screaming <laughs> trying to live. <laughs> As, like, helicopters <laughs> fall and zombies away <laughs> the bus. Yeah, exactly. As these sounds are being made. <laughs> Somebody forgets out. it's not real. <laughs> so this is this is kind of like a almost a theme park kind of thing? Not like an ice, like a you buy a copy of this VR game? From what I can tell, it does seem like an isolated thing. But okay. it That's is pretty possible neat. that they could release it. Because there's nothing inherently stopping it from working on anything else. But yeah. I do think it is cool. For like, it's it's dope because it's inside of a taco truck. You just hop in, get this VR. It's in a it's taco kind of, truck. Yeah, it literally says it's in a taco truck inside of a motorized taco truck. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. I can see it on the thumbnail. It's here. right there. <laughs> it's got all the tally marks, blood splats. It's got fencing over the window. It's pretty cool. Hell yeah! But it's genuinely Hell one of those yeah. things where it's like, all right, <clears throat> that's cool. Didn't think that that was gonna happen. Kind of dope. Look forward to maybe one day checking it out if it still exists by the time I get the chance to. <laughs> but it's and still... where's this? Oh, it's in California. Exactly. So should I, Good should God. I want to okay. visit California? <laughs> Keep that on the list. If you're in California, listen to this because we do have California viewers. Um, go check it out. Let us know how it is. <laughs> by all means, tell us how cool <laughs> yeah. it is. Like, send in a message be like, it was pretty lit. Or, nah, it's all right. <laughs> let, us, let us know. But yeah, it does look pretty cool. Moving away from that one, I guess I'll mention something that is, I must say, near and dear to my heart, and mm. is technically messed up on this list. Uh, JoJo Part 6 is being done. This is... Yeah. Uh, That's hype. It's being animated. This is my <clears throat> favorite part of JoJo. I've been waiting for... Yo, anybody that knows me. Anybody that knows me. I've been, I've been literally screaming... Like, low-key screaming. Like, screaming, but, like, in the background, because everybody else was talking about other stuff. I'm like, I just want part six. <laughs> While all these other things were getting animated. So, like, I think when four got animated, I was excited, because that is my other favorite part. Um, I was like, yay, we got part four. Once part four was done, 
they was like, all right. I literally was like, when are we going to get part six? And they was like, we got to get through part five. And I'm like, damn it. <clears throat> all right. So I'm expecting like four years. <laughs> four years, maybe. And I think that estimate wasn't actually all that much. Like, yeah, this bad. animation looks flawless. It does. It is always really good. Let me see. When did yeah, they've really captured like his art style. Uh, I can't remember his name, but. Oh, absolutely. They did a freaking great job. Um, I wish they continued to have one thing, which was, I think around part four, they decided to get rid of their old openings. They used to have these really intricate, like beautiful looking 3D intros mm. that genuinely kind of made me want the show to look like that. And they stopped doing it. I'm like, oh, sadness. <laughs> oh my God. Sadness. Is that who I think it is? It might be. Oh my God. Was that actual <laughs> Joe Toro? Yeah, that's what I was just looking at. Yeah, I, I didn't know was he was that? in part six. Yo! Oh, yeah. You want to know why? Okay. The main character is his daughter. Ah, so wait, so that's Stardust Crusade. God, this is a continuation so, of that then, right? I'm so behind. Yes. I'm so ridiculously so, behind. Amani, this is going to be sacrilege. Okay. <laughs> but can I read part three and not part two and then read part three and six and then read whatever else I want? Because I don't want to read all the way through. I just want okay. to skip around. Look, technically speaking, you can part jump around. Part boring as shit. Oh, someone might kill you. <laughs> which I'm not one, at wait, the good hey, part oh, shit oh, either. It just which, which, one is, which one is part two? Oh, uh, 1900s uh, New York and yeah. Texas. With, um, wait, who does, Joseph. who does that... Oh, Joseph. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't make it through that. Um, here's the deal. You can read part three if you've at least gone through part one in some way. If you've gone I through have. part one, I feel like part three <clears throat> hits really hard. Um, after part three, um, genuinely, you can jump around. Uh, with the actually no, you can genuinely jump around. Um, some people might be screaming at me right now, but the deal with each book of JoJo is that it's like a genuine, solid, like, it kind of ends story. Mm. Like, it goes through what it's supposed to and it stops. The only deal is, is that the reason why people would scream at you to read through the whole thing is because it does progressively move throughout time. So, like, um, <clears throat> part six takes place a couple years ago, technically speaking. Like, it's mm. it's not, like, in the future. It's technically, like, 2011, I'm pretty sure. Maybe a little bit further back. It's relatively close. And um, it's a sequel to uh, part three. It is a sequel to part three. But technically, everything Ooh. past part three is a sequel to part three. And it's a weird way of saying this, because, like, the way jo the JoJo time works is that um, around part four... They genuinely kind of caught up to modern, to like modern day, or at least modern day at the time. So all the stories from that point on became staggered. So whereas we were jumping from like a generation to like a generation to a generation, all the way to part three, you're not jumping. You are going to another. Gen you're going to the next generation, but the next generation, like from part four onwards, are all like horizontal. Like you're in the same generation, all horizontal right. to each other. So, like, Jolene, obviously, being the daughter of Jotaro, is like, oh, that's wild. That's, like, the first person of another technical line. But Joseph, okay. from part four, isn't, like, he's he's technically, he's technically Jotaro's uncle. <laughs> um, but he is younger. Like, he's, he's like, like a teenager, really. Um, and uh, Giorno, Giorno, Giorno's Dio's son. 
So that that's like a whole nother tree. It's <laughs> okay. like a whole nother tree in itself. <laughs> but um, technically, he's a Joe Star too. He's like a weird hybrid. <laughs> that's why he gets to be a protagonist. <laughs> but they're all and like in the which same which which part does Giorno show up? He's part five. He's the one we just got through. People are kind of back and forth. Some people really like Giorno. Some people really don't. Um, mm-hmm. But. The main takeaways are everyone's the most popular one is three the one that a lot of people are like this is pretty lit is four six is the one that everybody's like this is this is this has some crazy stuff this one's wild (laughs) this one's the wild one so i didn't get through i started on part four Mm -hmm. uh but i i will say part three definitely gonna stay my favorite at least until i like commit myself to sitting down and experiencing more of the series but mm-hmm. i was really i just, three was the one i just kept going back to it was like god this is really cool <laughs> i was just like all the characters all the over the topness that was just like it had such that signature appeal to me and i was like god i love this i get that um for me four is really good i feel like four has like <clears throat> loki which is weird which is weird, because technically the best villain of the series is Dio, mm. obviously, because it's, it's Dio. He's literally a returning villain. <laughs> yeah, he's, he, he's so good, he came back twice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But, like, um, as far as, like, the best written, like, technically most sympathetic, but not truly, like, still kind of a piece. Like, just, you want to hate him, but there's a part of you that's like, I kind of get where you're coming from, but you're also, like, crazy. Mm. is the villain from part four part four is um the characters are more scaled back like the characters themselves are over the top but the story isn't as nuts part four takes place in a small town and the story is very personal and it's a good it's a great villain great villain for that story and instead of like even though the characters are still really weird it's not a globe trotting adventure like part three is where you're like we're in Egypt now! And it's like, okay! <laughs> <laughs> but that was so lit, though, when they just ended up in Egypt and he's, like, shitting in the porta potty with paper. <laughs> but, like, what makes part four super <laughs> cool is because part four takes on a different kind of story. It is a murder mystery more than anything mm. else. And because of the fact that it has such a crazy... It's a murder mystery with JoJo characters and JoJo powers, which makes that even crazier because how do you... How do you stop something like that? Especially when you find out what the main villain Stan does. It's technically, you look at that and you're like, where's the evidence? How would you ever solve this? (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like, there's literally no way. Like, it's one of those things like people, normal cops would never solve this. It'd be low key impossible. (laughs) Like you'd see it and be like, you'd have to have a stand for this. Cause there's, Mm. you'd have nothing. You'd have nothing to go off of <laughs> but um part five has part five is known for having like it's we it's weaker than the rest of the parts but it's known for having infamously the most confusing stand to ever exist in all of jojo gotcha. people just don't understand how it works and it's explained <laughs> it's not it's difficult to explain but once you get it you'll never not understand it <laughs> but gotcha if someone told you what does it do it's like uh uh um encyclopedia where are you <laughs> i need things 
and okay, he's so this is another this is another one that I have not watched. But if he's he's a descendant of Dio, right? Yes. Which is part of what does makes it have that any fun. does it have anything to do with like the um <laughs> I guess the approach that Dio's stand had? Um No well, okay. So Giorno's stand is not <laughs> that bad to explain, though there is something that happens that makes his stand slightly harder to explain. <laughs> okay. But okay, it's, it's the best way to things. describe it. Like his his stand in general is like, no, nah, it's pretty understandable for the most part when you first get to it. But as the story progresses and something changes, <clears throat> you're like, you know, not, not as easy. Not as easy. <laughs> not as easy okay. anymore. God, this is going to be another thing that I have to find time to watch because I'm <laughs> intrigued. I'm super intrigued now. JoJo is always one of those series that it's just like, if you get into it, you get into it for its weirdness or as much as, as quirky as it is, you'll like it. I think there will be always a soft spot for yeah. JoJo in my heart. Mm. It's a cultural phenomenon. People will always love it. Even if it's not like, technically it's still a niche thing. It's like a popular niche, no? Niche? Yeah. But like, even though it's still technically a niche thing, there's a ton of stuff that are going to be like, referencing this thing, much like Berserk forever like it's just not gonna go away <laughs> so for those people that might be out there be like no are they shoving jojo down my throat i'm like i'm not i'm just telling you it, it's gonna be around forever mm -hmm. just, just, yeah it's been around before you were born and it's gonna continue to be around <laughs> 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 i don't know what to tell you you will turn to dust and jojo will, will still be, be around <laughs> Dude, I need Precisely. to read JoJo. Sounds so good. I think the funnest one out of all of them, though, that'll make people kind of stand up is Steel Ball Run. Because Steel Ball Run is a Western. And how... I'm not even going to bother getting into the... How to explain how we got back to Western. Don't worry about it. You'll find out. <laughs> that's, just, that's just what I'm going to say with that one. I want to talk about how we get back to it. But that one's cool. If you like Westerns, go read Steel Ball Run. It's actually the perfect one that you can actually jump in and not worry about it but i guess i got derailed a little bit but i would definitely say to answer your question paul um you could kind of read them out of order you're you would be okay <laughs> but there are parts of it that like i guess you might want to read in order as long as personally in my opinion as long as you read part one and three after the other you're fine like you'll be you'll be set the rest of them can kind of be read mm. in whatever order you choose sort of but moving on to, uh, I guess we'll go with um, Raging Fire, which was a cool trailer. This is an action movie starring none other than the illustrious Donnie Yen. Can't wait to see this man fight people again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Honestly, has raid vibes to me. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. When I looked at it, I was yeah. like, this, this looks like the raid. <laughs> it looks like they're doing the raid again. <laughs> And I'm down. <laughs> but. Well, go USA. Oh, that's the. Yeah. Mm. But this one's always a cool one. Uh, <laughs> are we are so we fun. all simultaneously watching this? I think I th we were. I think yeah. are. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, click on it. It's like just, everybody's really quiet. I noticed that yeah. too. I was like, oh, <laughs> looks like somebody hasn't watched it yet. <laughs> Listen, Amani, by now, you have to understand that I never look at the docket. I like a live view. <laughs> I know I'm I a piece to, of shit for that, but like, 
I had to go 60 miles per hour down back roads to make it in time for this podcast. I didn't have time to check the you're fucking fine, docket. Uh, you're fine. <laughs> Barrett is excused. He is the guest. Paul is a regular. He is not. <laughs> no, it's not an excuse. It's a, it's a way of doing things that oh, no, I just no, no. do a little I'm different. Just saying, I'm just saying that Barrett is excused. <laughs> Listen, man. Yeah, I'd Paul, like to go fuck people. yourself. Hey, man, I will. <laughs> this is a defensive Barrett, not so much. Nah, man, it's I, okay. I don't even fuck myself anymore. I transcended. No fat kings. <laughs> yeah, ever since he discovered relationships, <laughs> he had no need. God forbid you're <laughs> sappy, you fucking sap. <laughs> this is a very giggly All podcast. All right, Raging Fire, it looks really cool. It does. This is. Um, I'm gonna read the description real quick. Um, I have a soft spot in my heart for like, like Asian movies. So fair like, enough. Except for 400 or like, Crazy Samurai 400 versus one that has <laughs> reviews that are like, this is so good. Then you look at it, it's such a B movie. It's shit. Look, man, that's why B movies get good reviews because they're B movies. People love that. No, stuff. like not a good B movie. Oh, like, like trash. Like the movie sucks. <laughs> But you know what, Paul? As a what? as we'll say, as compensation, uh, give us the description for those that do not know. Which is pretty much just the audience, because at this point, all of us just looked at the trailer. Uh, at least started looking at the trailer. Right. The description, uh, sir. The description for what? Raging fire. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna be completely honest with you. We were talking, so I didn't capture it. But basically, Donnie Yen is a cop. Shit goes down, and they end up in shootouts. Now, that doesn't sound like much, but on God, that's all you need. It's going to be a fun ride. (laughs) That's fair. A fun movie with a lot of action. You know what? We'll keep it. I was just going to say... You're also talking to a guy who, like, masterfully talks about movies and can do it with anything, so... It's fair, but I was just going to say... (laughs) Trying to catch me in my game. No, I was just going to say you could just read... The description. The synopsis. Oh, I probably the synopsis do that. Let me right go ahead and there. Click on that. But it's too late. You've already done I a could pretty click good on job. That as well. There we go. <laughs> I would have right. just read off the Donnie YouTube Yen. description. Yep. <laughs> Donnie Yen is highly respected hardline cop, long history of success on dangerous cases. However, his past unexpectedly comes back to haunt him when a sting operation is attacked by a mysterious group of criminals led by Go Nicholas Se. His former protege, a talented former officer who's been respected and admired. Respected and admired Bong. However, a terrible mistake three years prior landed him in prison, quickly turning the once rising star into a furious man with a grudge. He'd do anything to destroy everyone who had wronged him, including his former mentor. You, basically, what I described. Like, like yeah, I, hate I was, to say, I was, I was I surprised by the conciseness of your synopsis. I was like, wow. Wow, that's pretty on point. They kind of like, just yeah. do be shooting stuff. <laughs> yeah, and you're yeah, along like, for the ride regardless. Yeah, this right, is, you're uh, down. It's not the end. <laughs> like, if you've watched an action movie, you've seen this, but man, this looks pretty good. It's very stylized. Julie. But. I do like some style. Yeah. Style is nice. Like, people don't know how to do action, so they just, like, shaky cam everything. So they shaky cam. <laughs> looking at you, Snake Eyes, you had one job. <laughs> I heard that movie is hard to watch. Yeah, I heard that too. Did Pele, that come out? Yep. Pele let us know that it was not, uh, not great. Take what he mm. says with a grain of salt, though, because Pele is opinionated. True, but he d- I did I ask him, him, was it shaky cam or but. was it, like, actually choreographers, like, choreography? And he was like, nope, tons of shaky cam. Even shaky cam in weird locations. And I'm like... Wait, I... <laughs> I, I take huh? it back. I'm opinionated, too, so never mind. Not to- <laughs> 
I, I diss Pele twice, and then I'm taking it back. And I'm like, he and I are the same person at times. So, you know, Pele, all love. You know, I'm not, I don't, I'm not giving you shit. Like, I will say I'm pretty much 100% sold on this movie just based on the head slamming on the piano cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. If you it's get that good. shot in the movie, it's, you know. It's oh, that's so good. <laughs> you had to go back and look at it again. <laughs> He's like, yes! <laughs> Papa Gingrich has spoken. Piano I slam. Like, I really want to hear the sound design in that, too. You know, where you just, mm-hmm. you know, you, you glaze your hand along all the white, the white notes and you just... <laughs> Take it all the way to the top, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what right. is, but uh, next up—that's a solid this, watch. It is. It is a solid watch. Um, next up on this list, I'm gonna skip ahead again and go to Faith of Dissonance or Discounts. Actually, how do you pronounce this one? I don't even see this. This one. Uh, yeah, I think on the docket it is. Let me look. It's actually the one with no title next to it because YouTube was being weird that day. And when I was trying I to see. actually put the little name next oh. to it, oh, it was okay, like yeah. restricted yes, mode. And I'm like, excuse me? Faith of Dan Shant. Dan Shant. Dan Shant. Dan Shant. Sounds like something Cajun, you know? Dan Shant. <laughs> the Hereafter. Yeah. Which apparently is a sequel. Okay, so apparently one, this game is a sequel. And two, really just came out of nowhere. Like, no lead up, no trail. Like this is the first bit of. Oh, thing this is one of the it. Chinese games. Yeah, just kind of yeah. was like just, they just one of the it. many. <laughs> I know that sound. No, that's I, that sounded bad. No, anybody that knows what I'm talking about, there's like there's, there's a, a lot of these. Like, yeah, there's been a there's a lot of these under the radar Chinese games that come out that like are really good looking and maybe even play good, but they're kind of short. But and out of nowhere, you know, whatever. It's a fun little game. And this is one of those. It makes you kind Looks of good. question what the deal with it is because there's like no lead up to it. So like when you're just seeing gameplay, you're like, is this real? Because you haven't talked about this a lot, like at all mm. <laughs> up until this point. But apparently this one's a sequel, actually. This one is Hereafter. And I, I don't, I have to go look at what the first one was. But this is a sequel oh to a game my God. that happened. The treetop running is so cool. It's very yeah. nice. Got a nice uh, kind of wire foo flow going on with it that you Bro, can't... this is sacrilegious, but it kind of reminds me of Sly Cooper. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, that's, that's not sacrilegious. <laughs> Sly Cooper's awesome. They have a wire okay. moment. That's sacrilegious. Sly yeah, Cooper's well, because, No, because it's, it's, uh, it's not genuine to, like, the whole culture that this is based on. This, that's fair. This is oh. a fucking raccoon with a mask. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> there I go digging a hole again. <laughs> there he goes. No, you were, you were fine to ask that. <laughs> Uh, maybe I framed that wrong. But no, 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 you're fine. <laughs> Thank you for letting me know the hole's not dug. You know. At some point, we have to, like, dig him back out. We just can't keep yelling down to him. I'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, get out of that hole. <laughs> Come it's on not, down and join me, Imani. It's not great just down there. Just one wrong thing. <laughs> I can't remember which Sly Cooper game it was. Was it 3? Where you, there was actually that whole bunch of, like, um... I think it was 3. Th- it was either like the trees. Um, uh, it was slide two. It was the uh, India levels. Oh, slide two did. Oh have no, it no, 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 no. That that was also a valid thing. But there was also where you fight like the um, the rooster, like the yeah, Chinese that was three. Rooster. That was three. That was three. You, you okay. had to stand on like the little like the little spider, like the bamboo, and fight them. That's right. Like, okay. Yeah. 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 That yeah, yeah. China. That's <laughs> yeah, China. <laughs> yeah, China. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, like it takes place in China. <laughs> 
rooster. It's a rooster. It's fucking. <laughs> it's a rooster. You do it. No, I think you guys are. I think you guys are talking about. Wouldn't that be Sly Four? Because it's like the whole oh, no, China no, setting was the, in Sly One and then no, no. Sly Three and Ford then Sly Three. That was tiger. where you fight the uh, yeah, the yeah, king. The, yeah, the tiger. Oh war. no, yeah, that's, that's right. It's after the king. The uh, the the panda king. Okay. Yeah. God. <laughs> it's Sorry. Been a, it's been a while. It's been Honestly. a minute since I played this. Oh, yeah. I would like to play China. Again. I remember but seeing, it now. No. <laughs> good down there? Seeing, that hole? seeing all the bamboo physics, yeah. it really took me back. I was like, oh, yeah, that was hype. And it that was, was making me hype for this, too. Exactly. Hey, man. <laughs> Someone's okay. got to do it. <laughs> Someone's got to dig that hole if no one does for I real. feel like this hole is like a 2021 hole. Realistically, <laughs> I've not said anything bad. I just... You know, don't know as much as I thought I did. So <laughs> I think that's just conditioning. Nobody's surprised at this point. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> all good. <laughs> but this game looks wild. Definitely it got looks that so cool. That wirefu kind of thing going on, which I keep mentioning, but it's just what it looks like. They're like doing twenty foot leaps to the tops of trees and kicking dudes and like fighting demon. Technically, this is Loki Devil May Cry. It is like it's a father fighting demons. <laughs> It looks bad. It's the Sparta yeah, game. Yeah, it looks like got. it's it looks like it's paying its dues. For sure. So if you do like that, you like your old China, like Chinese Kung Fu fix or things of that mm. nature, go check this out. <clears throat> go look at it. It's dope. Um I guess we'll talk about Night of the Animated Dead. And the honest truth is this one caught my attention, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm okay gonna roast the show for a second. <laughs> because Initially, that animation I, looks like shit. Yup. <laughs> yup. I put it on the docket originally. Be like, oh, okay, okay. We got a new animated show. And I looked at the trailer and I was like, we're going to have I some fun with this one, I guess. <laughs> I see what they're trying to go for, but like. I, look, the reason why I'm roasting it more than anything is not because it's like, because it's not an indie thing. This There's nothing anything, scary. It's not, it's not like it's an indie thing or anything like that. It was like, this was like an indie film or a foreign film. I'm like, all right, it's cool. This is coming from Warner Brothers Studios. <laughs> Bro, their their animation is always on point. This does not look scary this at looks all. Trash. There's four zombies on screen right here. <laughs> this looks really bad. And they all look like shit. Night of the, the fact that they put Night of the Animated Dead made me go like, oh, you're gonna really put some stuff in here. It it looks bad. It looks really bad. And I'm shook. And I kinda wanna low key look at Warner Brothers Studios and go like, yo, you guys need to go back to the drawing board on this one. I don't know how you let this one slip. <laughs> Come on, man. What are you doing? God. You guys are usually pretty... They really are pretty good with their animation department. Because all, all the DC movies that they make, pretty top-notch, to be honest. I mean, kind of samey in the art style, but animation-wise, they're pretty good. Like, they, it all flows. It all so, nice. uh, I just want to say, I'm going to send this in. We don't have to watch it, but it's from the studio that brought, you know, Mandy and Color Out of Space. It is a Nick Cage movie, but it's oh, yeah, the official Sundance selection. Bro, this looks really good. So my little thing here take a look at it give people the description of this because i've never seen it so i don't know say it one more time what is it uh so it's prisoners of the ghost land oh it's wait a minute a... hold up this was definitely talked about paul oh was it well see i don't watch our episodes that often no 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 no, no, no. Wait, a no, minute, wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. 
Because no. he's married no, now. No, because it's even better. No, I'm not! Married him! And doesn't fuck himself. <laughs> let's let's move slightly forward, because the reason why I want to mention not, this... Man, I'm not going to go down this road. I'm not Paul. married, but I'm the person. That's Paul, all. I'm, t- I'm fucking with you. I know, no, I know, I know. I just, like, somehow, so some way, I swear to God, she's going to see this. And she's going like, <laughs> to look at me, and I'm going to have to explain, like, I didn't say we were married. Like, I didn't do this. I didn't do honey, this. Honey, baby, my, my sugar plum. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. <laughs> oh. But the reason why I'm gonna Baby, call Paul out tonight is because the oh fact that he's putting this here, I'm like, sir, sir, this is in the docket. It's like sitting right here. Oh, the last it? thing. <laughs> Wait, don't. Is it's it right. Really? It's see. the next thing. <laughs> no, you're lying. Oh, I'm not oh. sitting right there. This is what I'm oh like, my god! I'm gonna talk oh, about. He's not kidding. <laughs> I didn't see it. <laughs> it's right there. Well, now we moved on. I did right. Paul, you're such a team player. Amazing. Look at you finding this stuff ahead so of time good. that's already been found. But yes, this is a Nicolas Cage movie that looks pretty interesting. You want to give it the description since you want? God, you were really dude, excited. I know you're excited. Go ahead. Talk to the people about this movie. By all means. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> just describe the movie. That's, that's funny, man. That hole just got so deep. <laughs> God. Every time. Dude, recent, recent Nicolas Cage, kind of fire. Yes. Like, he's honestly, back. he's doing it. Barrett, have you watched, uh, have you seen Mandy? Or Dude, that was exactly what I was referring to when I said recent Nicolas Cage. Man, go fire. watch, uh, if you haven't yet, watch Color Out of Space 2. It's like an actual Mad. Lovecraftian movie. It's so good. He kills it. Hold on. Oh, let me look Let me look that up. What is it again? Color Out of Space. And apparently that director is making two more Lovecraftian movies hey, with Nick Cage. That, so I'm fine with that. And the director of Mandy may work with him in the future. That's Woo! my guess. Makes sense. But we don't know what his next movie is going to be because that, that was, takes forever. Mandy was such a dope <laughs> movie, dude. That was a heavy metal dream. Yeah, yeah, dude. You ripped my shirt. You ripped my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> or shoots it. Or stabbing something like that. So for dude, sure, this, go check this out this guy. This this religious empowered being was on dude. top of the world, and he was like, "I'll suck your car." <laughs> <laughs> you, dude. My favorite part in that is when he's like giving Mandy that big spiel about the religion, then he's naked and he's like, "Embrace us," and she like laughs in his face yeah, and she's... spits, and then he just turns violently <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> he's like, <gasps> <laughs> "Yes, dude." I don't she's know laughing, if you guys are selling Mandy. Oh, <laughs> to people that's a great people. movie dude. i don't know if there's i was gonna say yeah go, well i'm still gonna say go check it out go check it out just, Come on, Amani. it's a cool movie it's just i don't know if they're doing the best job of selling it with some dude, of these listen, parts it's a, a cult film it's a very artistic film but it is a heavy metal wonderland that's i think the best way to describe it not you're not like absolutely right no not you're, the you're highest budget ever saying. like like thing but it's it's great for what it is it is you know, here, Amani, let me let me treat you to something. Let me try to sell you on the movie just based on this. Do you want to see Nicolas Cage in a bathroom just going, ah, <laughs> while pouring alcohol on his wounds? This is the movie for you. <laughs> I, that, that doesn't get you, like, totally on board. I don't know what else Nothing to tell will. you. Nothing will. It's so good. It is but, 
Really, Let's it is at an least movie. get back to the current movie we were talking about that he was excited <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> Want to finally give that description, buddy? <laughs> Wait, a what? Prisoner of Ghost Island. You wanna you wanna talk about that? Oh, you one? want me to read it? You want uh, whichever one you want to do. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, in the treacherous frontier city of Samurai Town, a ruthless bank robber, Nick Cage, is sprung from jail by wealthy warlord, the governor, Bill Mosley, whose adopted granddaughter, Bernice Sophia Butella, has gone missing. The governor offers the prisoner his freedom in exchange for retrieving the runaway. Strapped into a leather suit that will self-destruct within five days, the bandit sets off on a journey to find the young woman and his own path to redemption. This movie looks like, uh, like a high-budget B-film. But like a really fun one, because I mean they're in. They just said it, Samurai Town. It's right? called You've Samurai like, Town, bro. It's like a, it's like a neo western almost. Like I love this art style. I love like seeing things kind of like this. On top um, of that, can we talk about how the warlord in Samurai Town, the governor, is wearing a white suit, looking like he came straight out of a cowboy flick? Exactly. With a cowboy neo western. <laughs> oh man, I love this shit. Yeah, this is really ah. a treat to look at. Yeah, honestly complete clash a lot of the stuff like it takes you out of like it takes you out of the moment in a way that's like <laughs> puts you in it even more than you exactly were. Yeah. it's really yeah. cool because like i mean you clash have like cultures. people with guns you got dudes in traditional you kabuki. literally have yeah you have little like cowboys shit. actually i think kabuki too they have those masks so and it's like a blend of western culture with samurai culture in the future but it's the past like ah man i love that looks dope god this is thrilling this looks really <clears throat> cool Honestly? Nick Cage found his niche, you know, after yeah, he fell out of love with Hollywood. Weird just movies. all these B movies. Good B movies, not it's like. Re- uh, yeah, they are good movies. But the parents or whatever. It's they called. are God, weird. This is they're so weird. sick. But they're awesome because they're weird. <laughs> yeah, this looks. As I'm looking back through it, this porcelain mask kind of got me, bro. Like the broken porcelain mask thing going on. Yeah. It's kind of lit. I'm just ha- like, I'm, <laughs> it, as it, I'm it is. Like, oh. That's, Bro, that's the, cool. <laughs> the cinematography too it's like every single shot if you look at it is like just this insanity painting it's it, it honestly it makes me think of uh, mad max a lot like every yeah. single frame but it's so like like everything is filled on screen it looks oh god i love when uh directors go above and beyond with their budget even when it's lower like this and they like fill the screen with all sorts of shit to really sell the world you know like ah in some of the parts where the backgrounds look like really dry, they're yeah. like desaturated. There's like something in the foreground that's like, whoa, what am I looking at? Yeah, it's really cool. It's, yeah, it's quite interesting the way it is. So like, it's definitely Ooh, something man. you guys have to just look at. Like, well, I'm excited for this one. What is this? <laughs> When's it come out? Uh, that's the question. I'm gonna look that up because like if it's out now like direct to Blu-ray, I'm gonna God. buy it tonight. And he's actually, driving a Celica GT4. That's so hot. Dude. <laughs> it actually does. Actually, no. It says it. It says um, this will arrive in theaters and digital. Or like they'll be um, it'll be digital on September 17th, 2021. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One month, baby. That was dude. a disgusting noise I made. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. All right. <laughs> So now's the uh, time for our nice little, um, I guess, indie game or indie showcase that's happening. Yes, sir. So I'm going to quickly send these things to the Discord because I have a tendency to... These are the things I want you to have reactions to because they're all new. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other ones we have discussions on, which is why I have you guys look at the docket. Paul, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his own way of doing it, so it's fine. 
Don't at me, bro. Don't at me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. But I'm going to send them all as a cluster. Real quick. Sheesh. Yeah, sheesh. <laughs> but um, first up is this one by the name of Tori, which I think, fortunately, we do not have our buddy Leon here, but he would lose his shit over, genuinely. But I What's do think called? that you, Tori. But I do think you would enjoy it, Paul. Like not like, as I looked at. Yeah. <gasps> you seen another walking simulator? More like puzzles. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> but it I, is called. Ooh, this is. Uh, yep. Oh. This is Journey. It's Journey actually, it's very Dude, similar. That was to kind Journey. of that was kind of what I was thinking too. Ooh. It is very similar to Journey, though it is out now. So I will say this: as of the time of recording, it is officially out on uh, yeah. Ichio. Oh, man. It's not I'll be... Ah, fuck, I just stubbed my toe. Sorry. Um, I was going to say, like, I'll be honest, the reason why I haven't played games, I want to upgrade my PC, but there's the chip shortage and all the scalpers, so, like, I can't upgrade it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so it's like, I don't even want a game anymore. It's weird. No, I feel Never that, been dude. Here. I get that. Yeah. But I would definitely recommend playing some of these because they can't, they can't be demanding. <laughs> and they also kind of slow. But they have some really... Tori actually has, like, this really cool, I guess, out-of-body thing going on where, like, you will place, like, your body or, like, a, your little backpack down in a specific area and you are you have, like, a couple seconds to get as far away and do, like, certain things and move things about to kind of help you move throughout the environment. As you're, like, scrolling down, you'll see what I'm talking about on some of them. This looks really cool and it's being developed by um, Mo Swig. Moswig? Moswig. Moswig. They got a nice little logo, though. But Moswig, um, I guess, entertainment. You guys can look it up on Twitter. This is a solo mm. dev development this. So it's one dude making it. This looks yeah. kind of nice. One dude making it. So, but by all means. It's guys, amazing what one person can make these days. Deadass. Oh, yeah. Given the time and resources, you can just you can do a lot. Yeah. I think but we take that means, for granted a lot mm-hmm. these days. It's really cool. <clears throat> By all means, go check out Tori. It looks kind of wild, especially as I'm scrolling through it now. Some of the environments alone are kind of nuts as you're going through it. Like, some of them are genuinely beautiful in the same way that, um, what is the name of it? Ghost of Tsushima is? Where mm-hmm. you just come into a field and you're like, that looks freaking gorgeous, man. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but, by all means, oh, man. Go yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to buy this. Oh, by all means. Um, next up, though, this has been on my list for a little while. Uh, Fallen Knights, for those that like their Mega Man Legends. No, my mistake. Oh, I see it. Mega Man Zero. <laughs> I, I see this already. I haven't even seen gameplay. I just see the picture. You're like, you look at it, and you're like, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at you just it. nodding. I mean, look at it. Like, it's got oh, cool designs. Oh, They're looking nice. <laughs> but for those, this is also another one that is released by the time of recording. So, by all means, go look at it. It's actually available on quite a few things. Um, it's released. It's been released on Steam, Xbox, and PlayStation on in the Europe and North America. So, hmm. go play it. This looks dope. To. Got you two two characters. Very, like I said, very similar to Mega Man Zero. So, if you like your fast-paced 2D, kind of hard uh, platformers, actually, hmm. Zero is kind of <clears throat> definitely hard. I'm not even gonna pretend like it isn't. Like it's, it hurts. It's not Dark Souls, but you know, 
Mega Man games were always kind of like difficult. This Zero kind of kicked it up. They want you to actually do good in those games to get certain mm. abilities. I did totally get hung up on this invincible meme that was on the uh, <laughs> the page, and it just gave me like so very like, oh. vivid flashbacks. <laughs> to what happens immediately preceding those frames? Yeah, this page. Yes. <laughs> It's funny, he did reach me that one. It's so perfect. It's like normal mode. Normal mode. <laughs> so when I did mention, it's kind of tough. It is kind of tough. But be prepared for that. But if you like it, God. you'll like it. Like I said, classic game. Need to need a little bit more of that in your system? Go check it out. It's also got a demo that's already live. So if you guys want to just test it out, you can do that. Hell yeah. That's awesome. I'm so... I'm so, like, used to, or not used to, I vastly prefer games that make me feel like I am Yo. God. So when they when they make, like, a normal difficulty that, like, kind of shits on you, I'm, like, yeah. immediately, like, oh, God, this is one of those games. I'm trash. I just, just kind of want, yeah, like, um. I'm a filthy freaking casual. I just want to come <laughs> into it and, like, have a, have a gay old time and win the game. And now you're throwing, like... And game difficulty at me at the normal. This is like how the developer intended you to play this game. Ah, it makes me upset. <laughs> like, I'm hey, um, Amani, this is so behind because I guarantee you guys talked about this. But what is Mefumodo? Mefumado? Mefumado? Yeah, it's a 2D scro side scroller that we're subscribed. No, we're not following on. Uh, I'm going to follow them on our Twitter. There we go. All right, if you uh, found this. I think I might have just found one. For By all means, throw accident. it in. Throw it in. It's <laughs> a I'll showcase. Put it at the end. We'll keep yeah, going. I'll just, we'll, we'll get to it at the end. But <laughs> Yeah, I'll be damned. I thought you followed them. I was like, oh, we talked about this, but no, <laughs> I did it again. All right. Yeah, there's a ton of these that are like, I'm telling people, make it so close. <laughs> Excuse me. Jesus. All right. Um, but next is Haiku, the robot, which ah! it's adorable. Sorry. Yo, honestly, points for cleverness because the the title is a haiku. <laughs> like, oh, is it? Oh, okay. Five syllables, haiku. Right. No, wait. How the fuck do you make a haiku? I'm sorry. Yeah, wait. No, it's five seven five, right? Oh, so is it five seven five? Where's this haiku? My mistake. No, wait. Is it always you five seven five? Idiot. No, My, no. I've always been. I've always been under the impression that haikus can be shorter. Like it is. It's usually five seven five or. You can have a smaller. I could be wrong. I could be like wrong. a three word. No, yeah, like a three I'm word. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I, it was I, five seven five. But it might be. Yeah, if, if I'm mistaken, I'm mistaken. Five, seven, five. If, if I'm mistaken, by all means, I'm mistaken. But I do. I just remember <laughs> seeing it and being like, "Oh, that's kind of lit." As a thing. <laughs> so if you were if, so ready, <laughs> I was happy. Okay, so like <laughs> like the haiku, the robot, Mr. Moore's games. That's like that's like two thirds of a haiku. If they had added haiku the robot at the Yo. end of that, that would have made a haiku. This that's is fair. Hollow Knight, and I'm okay with that. Well, there you go. <laughs> no, actually, no. I'm even wrong about that. So uh, totally disregard that. <laughs> See, we don't even know about haiku. We just thought yeah, haiku here. <laughs> okay, Google. <laughs> Help me out, Google. <laughs> okay, Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, I love, like, this, like, resurrection of all these 2D games, you know? Oh, yeah. This one's a nice little pixel-style yeah, little one is, about a dope little This is Hollow robot. Knight, but, like, robots. It, dude, it's Hollow Knight and robots had a baby. Nice little Metroidvania going on. Honestly, yeah, it specifically says 2D Metroidvania. So there you go. Fully funded oh. on Kickstarter. <laughs> so, you know, nice. get to enjoy that. 
that means it's coming out at the very least because it's it's funded. It's like um, but I mean, honestly, it's just really nice to look at. I feel like the art mm. style is very cutesy, like we mentioned. I like the little aspects of the HUD that's going on, like these little There's, circles. For I, the, I followed Basti. We talked about that in previous episode. Mm-hmm. It does do this thing where it makes your character very distinguishable from the background, which is really interesting. A lot of games um, that do this kind of uh, the play style, mm-hmm. they make it very cluttered, and that's kind of like the downfall of being very stylized and having all these like flashy visuals. But this looks really cool because everything is like it's yeah. very easy to see your character in contrast with everything that's happening in the background. Pretty neat. The art style is also fun for the simple fact that like they took what I guess would technically, especially coming off the PS3, like um, Xbox 360 generation, they took the color brown (laughs) and made it actually (laughs) fun to look at. (laughs) Like, like, that's a challenge in itself. Brown, gray, and black, and it looks great because of it. That was like the color scheme of anything serious. (laughs) Yes. Excuse me. Serious back in the day. And this is anything but. Oh my god, it's doing a Metroid. I didn't see this little video. He's literally doing a Metroid ball. He's just doing the bomb all the way through. <laughs> it was like, I yeah. saw that immediately and was like, yes, they did it. <laughs> so. This looks just great. It looks great. By all means, guys, go check it out. Go look at these. Every Anything on Keep an Eye on, by all means, just go look, see if you like it. Dude, it's like a, uh, a minimalist version of Hollow Knight because it's more pixelated, but then it's like that kind of aesthetic transformed into robots but was more dystopian i can't explain this this looks good though what platform is this being developed for this do be the question um we can see i know for now it's most likely coming to it just looks like it's coming to steam for now okay yeah so that's all we got it's most likely a steam thing if it comes to anything else we will keep you notified because i mean the trailer will definitely come up at some point i'll see it and be like hey i see you (laughs) <laughs> I see you. We'll be talking about you. <laughs> Bro, when is Silk Song coming out? That is the question, right? Silk Song is pretty dope. It's still not out. God, I gotta finish Hollow Knight. Damn it! I'm about to start playing now, video games again. This one, I have to point out, does not have a name yet. It's being worked on, though, by a single indie grip, though. Uh, Sigfrido, I believe his name is. Sigfrido. And he is working on a very cool-looking roguelike third-person shooter that looks like it already wants you to style, which already has me going like, "Aye, wait, oi, you styling are you? <laughs> did I hear style?" Think of uh, what's it? Vanguard, I think that uh, Platinum Games did. Oh yeah, Vanquished. It's not or okay. Vanquished. That's it. See, see, I, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You Vanquished is amazing. It, no, I did. I just. Oh. In my head, I had an aneurysm, but I understand that I can't blame you for this. (laughs) 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 For those that uh, obviously have not already figured this out, I'm a super Platinum Games fan. Like, I love their games. So, so, like, it's nothing against Paul. I don't blame him. I'm not going to hate on him for it. But when he said the wrong name... My brain, I died. <laughs> so, oh, that's what. I was close enough. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> like I said, I'm not blaming you. You're good. It's mm. completely a me thing. <laughs> but this game looks awesome already. And like you said, it does look like Vanquish, but a roguelike. So you already have my attention because Vanquish was awesome. <laughs> Yo, I'm so glad somebody mentioned Vanquish because that game has been like 
like taking up my head like headspace <laughs> rent free for the longest time without a name and i couldn't remember what it was called hmm. i was like yo what is this what are game where this god that's so cool so uh thank you for that by all means they re-released it recently on playstation and xbox so if you wanted to pick that up it's pretty cheap serious? now yeah you can, you can pretty much you can catch it for like probably like 20 to 15 bucks no problem is it anywhere on uh pc also? yes definitely it's definitely they re-released on pc as well i uh, oh, own multiple copies of the game <laughs> quick, God. Okay. quick side one of them is on pc and uh the other one on PlayStation. uh for this since i can't clearly get a new nvidia graphics card yet mm. unless i want to wait for the 4000 series should i just get a 1077 and run the bitches together with sli you know no, no comment answer. I got nothing. I would I would recommend go to our computer specialist who is not on the show. <laughs> gotcha. Right, but right. I, d- I definitely would recommend asking uh, our boy. Who's that? A Joyce. Oh, I left the negative chat and I don't want to join. <laughs> you could just ask him on like anything else. Oh yeah, I can have him at it. <laughs> yeah. He's Never pretty good. He's it. pretty good at PC <laughs> stuff. So I promise you, he'll be able to answer that question because um, he's pretty good at talking about stuff like that. So. If you need uh, any advice, go to him on that one. Mm, but, unfortunately, this game does not have a name, but you just got to look up Sigfrido on, um, on Twitter. Yo, you this will find is doomed. A little bit. Either way. I did. I just skipped like ahead a, of you. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Say your piece, yeah. <laughs> but by all means, go check it out. You guys will enjoy it. Um, but moving on, because I think I know what he's looking at already. Um, Exophobia. So Phobia looks dope. Yeah, this looks... He's correct. This, it is, it is Loki just... Or Haki, just classic Doom. It's like... Uh, and, oh, no, actually, you know what it is? Because it has more, like, freedom in the movement and the guns off to the side and shit. It's, mm. um... Uh, what's that game called? Uh, Duke Nukem 3D. Correct, actually. Yeah, it's very, Duke, it's very Duke Nukem, but it doesn't have the same... I wouldn't say it has the same uh, vulgarity by any means oh of course not that's yeah that's uh that's the exclusive duke um but this one's dope if you guys ever wanted to just play a really (laughs) cool arcade game that it's got some nice high speed action and also one of the things that they did in this game that instantly makes me go like well i guess i need this in my pockets now slide yeah they added a dodge bro like you add a dodge to a first person shooter and you have my attention actually you add a dodge to any shooter and i'm like i'm looking i'm looking extremely hard right now Mm mm-hmm but you can wish this on this on Steam. So this is on Steam. That has good music too. Yeah, I was gonna say this soundtrack is freaking bumping, dude. But we got a nice pixelated shooter going on. By all means, October. guys, go check it out. I'm gonna buy this. I'm decided. See, <laughs> this is what happens. I, I love Keeping my because dude, I bought uh, last year during the pandemic when it all first started. I bought Doom one to the levels and uh, doom 64 and i didn't beat them all but i played the shit out of all of them and you know i'm i was on a classic kick for a while there so i appreciate those games i love the way that this brings the classic feel into the modern era it It does that it does that so well it's really cool to look at man it just looks so nice uh, this i'm buying this for sure it does a great job and by all means do not like, this is Zark Attack on Twitter. Go look him up just so you can get a nice little look at it. Or you can look it up on Steam. It is on a wishlist. Um, uh, let me see if you can actually purchase it right now. I'm pretty sure it's just wishlisted, though. Mm. Which, 
Either way, I mean, it's lit. Oh, wait, they have a whole demo that's available for you to play on Steam. So, you know, yeah, yeah just play it now. Hey, <laughs> oh, the planned release is October tw- uh, 2021. So, real oh, soon. Oh, my God, that's dope. You can expect this to come right. out real soon, guys. Thank God. All right. Thank you, baby Jesus. <laughs> but next up is Ultra Age, which, I mean, I talked about it before. We we do be, I, I do be a Platinum Games fan. I do be a Devil May Cry fan. You do be. So, uh, yeah. This I is, this is nice. Gaming I do be gaming. Platinum men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But so, <laughs> the um, Ultra Age looks awesome. Fighting large beasts. It actually kind of gives me <laughs> Freedom Wars vibes, to be honest. If anybody has ever touched that nice. game on Vita, it looks like Freedom Wars. <laughs> kind of reminds me of like a little bit of a clash clash between uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and um, uh, Metal Gear Solid or Rising Revengeance. Yes, which, hey. again, Platinum game. <laughs> Oh, is it really? Yeah, Re- Revengeance is... Um, <laughs> As is Final Fantasy before, or whatever. But oh my god. We don't have to talk about that uh, one, Amani. Final Fantasy. This doesn't... This Chaos! Really cool. Oh, no, that one's... No, that one's Team Ninja. That's different. Oh. <laughs> that one's Team Ninja. Team yeah, Ninja's dope. Suck. They do Ninja Gaiden. They did the Ninja Gaiden game. you say? No, I'm just I love Team Ninja. Now, if you were saying Ninja Theory, I could understand. Teleports behind you. (laughs) We like Team Ninja over here. (laughs) I like Team Ninja. I'm not dissing them. I just think that game looks stupid. Oh, it's very mean. I'll say it again. I don't like Tetsuya Nomura. I I think that man needs to calm the fuck down with a story. Which is crazy, because you're a huge Kingdom Hearts fan. No, you're you're wrong. I like Kingdom Hearts one. I like Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. I like Kingdom Hearts two. I didn't like Kingdom Hearts three or any of the others. You're very wrong there, sir. Hey, I mean, hey, that got lost I, in the sauce. I right? feel like if you have to mention which one, I cried at Kingdom Hearts three, Amani, and then ten minutes later, I cried for nothing. I don't care. And then wow. Final Fantasy VII, <laughs> Time Warp. <laughs> He's in wait, the smoke. Shut the fuck up, Nomura. I'll fight you. I'll fight you on Final Fantasy VII. That thing is awesome. Fuck you. Remake is sick. You want go? You want the beef? <laughs> I'll fight you on that one. You want smoke? <laughs> we'll have a legitimate argument. Don't make me whip podcast. out my dick, Amani. You can't take this. Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, I just won. See that bear? That's how you shut anyone wow, down. Wow, that was incredible. You know okay, what? So back to this game. But uh, back to the, this game. Had a fight with I'm... Paul. <laughs> the only Catch thing him by that I'm surprise. Noticing, the thing that I'm noticing so far about this game is I've noticed a lot of beasts. I've noticed a lot of slashing, and I haven't mm. noticed a lot of anything else. You know, um, is that it? That's true. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> you haven't noticed a lot of white. <laughs> Anything. Else. Oh yeah. Oh, like level. <laughs> it's just fighting. I mean, like, it, it is no, him that's, just that's fighting, fine which to is have a game, I'm wondering. But, like, that is all that they're showing here. They are yeah. showing. Well, this is coming out in autumn 2021. <laughs> What's the so story? The yes. As, you aren't wrong. I don't really see much of like what else you would be doing, but I think the main focus is the combat. I'm not. You're not wrong. I'm not really seeing like levels so, or any, like or any so form of platforming. If you did like, if you did 
just throw a lot of combat at me, a lot of really interesting flashing oh. visuals, and like a lot of large beasts. I would yeah. expect you to also show me some like really interesting and engaging progression items that are yeah. like, here's how you can like you know stay in the air for longer while you're slashing shit up, or like oh, yeah. here's here's all the different like weapons or like variations of classes you could choose or something like that. It does I, look I'm not like gonna, an assortment like, of weapons. Hop into the shoes of whoever is making this, but like I would be like, if you are just killing and slashing large beasts, I would want to see something that's, uh, what what is making me want to slash the large beast. Yeah, that is true. This actually could be a more. <clears throat> I'm curious if it's more of a a monster hunter game. It's, I in, found like, the... in design because you know how like monster hunter and um, yeah. Uh, God like are very bosses. much yeah they're instance boss battles and things of that nature you are you're mm -hmm. meant to you have flashy combat but you are meant to be fighting these large things that take a lot of health but you are maneuvering and learning how they yeah. move if you watch one of the trailers where he's fighting the big uh, uh bahamut looking or uh, uh behemoth I, I guess it'd be the behemoth looking thing it looks a lot like um you know it has a ton of health so i think you're right but i did find the story oh, okay uh, it's Ultra Age is a pulse-pounding, sword-swinging, high-impact action game set in the far future. Join Young Age on his mission to save humankind from extinction. So, it's not much to go on, but it's something. That is true. It is apparently it is coming out this autumn. There is why you slash, you know. <laughs> oh, that is literally in the description. I scrolled down and found it. Oh that. my god, <laughs> I was scrolling after you, too. I was like, where is this? It was right at the top. Spoiler alert. Damn. Yeah. All right, we okay. got got. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking got of that, kids. Barrett, have you ever listened to Death Grips? Yes. I'm just. <laughs> I like Death Grips. No, that was a that was a suitable segue, and yes, yeah. I have. Good. I've Good. seen footage also. Uh, all right. Uh, what's a... <laughs> Dude, my favorite is Lost Boys. That song, the bass on that, that just it comes in at. <laughs> Anyways, my bad, Amon. Continue. God, we're really no, going fine. on a... You're we're about to go in a rabbit hole. <laughs> it's fine. We literally have one more to hit up, which is the game you mentioned earlier, Paul. So take Maybe it away. Sell us on this one, because I have not seen this So yet. this one, I just clicked on it, and I just noticed Dark Combat. There's a scorpion chain. It's a side-scrolling, um, like, feudal Japan-looking thing. And the art style, to me, is... It's, like, very reminiscent of, like, the first two Tenchu games on PS1. But if they were side-scroller. Like, it looks bloody. It looks unique. Um, there's even a little bit of a Mortal Kombat vibe there in some of these screenshots. I thought it looked great. I was like, oh, you guys have talked about this. But then, turns not. out, not at all. This um, is also dummy well-animated. I'm looking at right? the... There's some like, sprite art on this, and it's kind you of. You see why I was surprised? Yeah, kind of like hit me up, like, "Hey, Paul, we've talked because you didn't see it. I found it. Yes, yeah. mine. See, that's fine. <laughs> you got this one. <laughs> this is but really cool. Yeah. It, there's nothing really to go on. Here. It's this very like, new from post, the looks of it. Yeah, but it's very. Yeah, new. there's not much at all. But well, you know, what we got, it looks cool. It Actually, very much in a post-apocalyptic world. It, it's like uh, it looks like the same kind of animation style as. Um, uh, what's blasphemous you know like yes. heavy high pixel art it's like that but feudal japan it's like got a very old like almost dirty look to it you know what i'm talking about it like feels mm. old but it really sells like that game I, I'm it's got a nice little grunge to it yeah a little yeah tinge i'm excited grunge. to see more of this man this is really cool in those two in the two like um black background gifs mm -hmm. um 
there's a clear distinction in the weapons you can use too. Like one is mm. definitely like a, a heavy weapon. Yeah, and like yeah. A he's, he's got like a chain in there, and the other one is like a lighter weapon. Maybe mm-hmm. you do quicker yeah, well, attacks. That's the stuff that makes me excited. That's cool. Yeah. This. Uh. Oh man. Gotta look out for these oh. then. We'll keep. A, we'll definitely keep an eye on. Uh, yeah. On this one, because. Like we said, this one seems actually very early. Actually, it started. It just started in July 2021. Yeah. So it's very new. Damn, I, my bad. <laughs> I didn't realize what I found here. Yeah, okay. So we'll, we'll keep a look on it. We'll see how it progresses, guys. And uh, for sure, when you it gets what? time, we'll let you guys know again. You know what this made me think of, Amani? Just real quick. That other game I sent way back when, um, where it's like the isometric samurai game. Oh, remember. yeah. I can't remember. What was that called? Um I don't remember if it actually had a name. I think I still got it on. Um, oh yeah, on TikTok. You, TikTok. Yeah, you had the TikTok. Debate. I'll find it and send it eventually. But, anyways, that is going to do it for this podcast, guys. So thank you guys for all listening. Thank you guys for coming out. Appreciate mm-hmm. you, Barrett, for making it out here on this one. Really, you know it. I do. <laughs> um, just yeah, to let the people know, where can they find you? If they wanted to maybe look up some of your music or something of that nature. Oh. If Just they wanted remind. to find me, they could go on Spotify or any preferred streaming service and look up Split Mouth. That is Split Mouth. And it's all one word. <laughs> that was go. a great infomercial. <laughs> I mean, you gotta do it like that. <laughs> but wait, there's more. No, wait, just kidding. More. That's it. That's really all there is to it. You can find me on anything. You can listen to mm. a lot of his different stuff there. Um, if I may, a good way to get into your music is uh, over it. That's a good song. That's off of my first debut album. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What can I say? That is going to do it for us, guys. Once again, thanks for everybody coming out. Follow us on Mm. Twitter at paper underscore action or Instagram, which is the same thing, at Mm. paper underscore action. Um, You can also, if you have any questions or want to send anything, any messages to us, you can email us at paperplayaction at gmail.com. By all means, come through. Thank you Thank guys you for guys. You know, watching, sitting here, listening to us ranting, going on about. <laughs> We've definitely Thanks for done having that. me. It was it was good to be back for an episode. <laughs> Always. Oh, and one more thing here. Uh, I guess I can go ahead and announce this so I can actually hold myself to it. The audio visualizations for Paper Play Actions episodes should be coming to YouTube either the end of this week it'll be next week but we will branch into youtube soon so if you don't like to sit here and listen on whatever podcast um that is coming it's just uh had a lot of delays there had to work on a film but you know oh, it, uh, it is coming. Things happen, but it's, it's coming yeah so be prepared for that guys but uh we will leave you with that catch you guys next time on paper play action bye guys peace peace